Are we, are we hot? Are we hot? We're hot audio. Yeah, boy. <laughs> we back. Ooh. <laughs> and we're all back in the studio, baby. We got Way J. Feeling real good to be back. Way J back from wherever the hell he yeah. was. No one even knows. No one I even don't knows. I even know, <laughs> and I can't tell you because the government will take me to. No, just kidding. <laughs> the government, the tax man will come after you. Someone's right? gonna, someone's gonna call us. SWAT. They're gonna SWAT us, and we're gonna get swatted on live air. Guys, before anything, let's get one of these in oh. us. Crack them if you got them, son. Crack them if you got them. Fellas. Crack them if you got them. I'm going to bring him in right off the hop. Usually we like to bullshit a little bit, but we got a special guest tonight. We got Bryson Carver from the Carving It Up podcast, a grid Hello. member, one of our brothers in arms. How's it going, Bryson? I'm doing well, fellas. Great to be on with y'all tonight. Big, 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 big game for the Cowboys coming up. So it's very, very exciting to be here. Absolutely. Eagles week, man. Eagles week. And and we, we, know, week. we know you are not uh, necessarily in the camp of Cowboys Nation. But you're you're uh, Cowboys Nation adjacent, being a fan, a longtime fan since his college days, maybe before. I mean, um, uh, of uh, the one, the only Dak Prescott, aka Mister Number One of the MVP odd conversation. I think maybe that's a long nickname. Yeah, well, it is. It is, <laughs> and we, yeah, we got to add to it. He's deserving of all of them, man. He's deserving of all of them. He's playing fantastic. Well, Bryson, we appreciate having you on on Eagles Week because for Cowboys Nation, and yes, we did have the Eagles earlier in the year at the link, but. Prior to the season starting, when the schedule was dropped, we on one of our shows, we went through and we decided what we thought would be the biggest game of the season. And way back in May, we picked this game. We penciled Sunday Night Football, December 10th. The second game of the Eagles was going to be the biggest game. And fast forward blah, 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 to December, and it is the fucking biggest game of the season. It is. It, there's no question about it. And this is huge, obviously, for Dallas to try and tie them up the standings. Uh, Eagles would have the tiebreaker. But listen, if Philadelphia loses two straight games, then they got to go to Seattle on a Monday night football. You know, all of a sudden the ties could turn Dallas's way. So uh, this is a huge game for both teams. Both quarterbacks have been playing uh, really well this year. Obviously, you guys mentioned Dak. Uh, I am lockstep with you guys. I'm sure we'll get into uh, his MVP case. But uh, no, this is there's been a lot of big, big games. Uh, it seemed like all the big games have involved the Eagles against the Chiefs, against the Niners, but uh, but this one is, th- th- this one's massive, and uh, you know, Dallas is a, is a golden opportunity to certainly keep themselves in the division race and definitely in the, potentially in the one seed race. Well, I do like that you brought up that they have to play Seattle, and prior to us playing Seattle, which we're going to jump into, and I just want to say this before AJ rallies off what, what we're going to go through in the episode, I like that you brought up Seattle, because if Seattle played how they played the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium. If they play that way in Seattle on Monday Night Football against an Eagles team coming off two losses, hopefully, there, there's no saying that they can't take the Eagles to the to the sure. to the kitchen, to the shed, to the woodshed, to the to the woodshed, chipper. the chipper, the chipper, chipper the garbage, chipper, the garbage chipper. bin. All right, what do we got on the dock? Actually, bandwagon boys, how the hell are you doing? I'm I'm doing well. I'm feeling really fresh and comfy Ooh. in this Dallas. Look at that. You swagged out. Good, good. Fun fun story. You look like Drake. Fun story. When (laughs) Alex was in the shop, we were pretty inebriated, and he didn't want to spend a lot of money this time. Like, because like I got this, I got that, and then because the last time he spent like a fucking, he got a jacket that was like four hundred year. I do every year. He spent like four hundred bucks on a jacket. Yeah, but it's uh, which is dope yeah, now. But especially now that it's signed by four NFL Drew Pearson signed uh, it, Dallas huh? Cowboys. But then when he was looking at this, I'm like, dude, this is fresh. He's like, that is fresh. He's like, fuck it. 
Fuck it. I'm buying it. I was like, yeah. And I'm looking fresh today too. Bot G Eric yeah. uh, hooked us up with that posty streetwear. Posty and Cowboys can fan or posty and Cowboys can fan. Hello. That'd be dope. Posty and Dallas Cowboys streetwear collection. So that's uh, that's our boy boots on the ground. Eric get doing boots on the ground things. That's how he, he just goes. Can I? So I, this might be a little bit of a longer intro, intro, but bear with me. I'll go quickly. Fuck it. It's our show. Get- we'll do what we want. Um, I was down in uh, in Mexico and got a few things, some things for the for for the boys. Let me just pull out, and then I have an, an extra special gift gi- oh. gift for you two in studio. Sorry, Bryson, uh, bear with us here. Oh, no it's Go not just it. it's just not a it's just not your wiener. Oh, is it? nice! First of all, I got oh, this. Oh shit! I got Micah here. <laughs> this is oh, Micah the Lion backer, as you can see, a nice little plush. Uh, spent spent uh, two hundred uh, pesos on this. What's that conversion? Give me some conversion. It's like fourteen bucks. Okay, but you know the for the linebacker. The girl that's kept coming up odd. to me. I I gave her uh, so much cash. She finally said, "Here, just take this and <laughs> and I'll leave you alone for the rest of the night." The linebacker, so straight I'm, from Mexico. We'll find a place for that. I I also got these uh these candies, two, one each for your boys. They're just mixed. Mixed candies. Jesus. Hey. I was like, what am I going to get them? It's not from well, the cartel, is it? Th- th- probably. My but, kids uh, are never going to see this. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got these, and these are little spicy popsicles that we can have or the, the guys can have. Uh, I don't even know if they're good. We but should. We should have. Mexican <laughs> candy, so. We should, have to do, we should have to do a challenge during the game on. Like, on, how spicy are they? Well, we're going to find out. I don't know. Okay. That's the thing. It's, I've mm, never heard of spicy popsicles. That it, sounds unbelievable. Very interesting. It's uh, They're sweet and spicy. Um, it could be good. It could be bad. But they're not too spicy. We'll, we'll see. Well, thank you for Maybe your Maybe they're gift. too sweet. Hey, he ain't done. Oh, he's, there's I, more I gifts. Done. Don't even try. Don't try to do that. Christmas in early December. I don't know which one is which. So I, I'll just give that one to you. Hey, this is how... This is how we do and it. That one to you. Oh, dope! So I, fuck yeah, now sick. I got, I got how the one fuck too. did you get this? Oh, these are the sample orders. I, oh, but oh, they came shit. already. Yeah, they, so, I okay. wasn't expecting. Oh, so, hold, hold it up. Hold it up. That's sick. But now here's the thing. My my logo was put on weird. Those ones look like they're put on correctly. So I got to send mine back. So you can actually, if you look at the bottom uh, ticker, you can get your very own Texas Coast offense shirt on the Cowboys Can Fan Store. Oh, yours is covered oh. backwards. Shout out Mike McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, Adam's there. Know, there we go. There we go. Hey, okay. shout out Mike McCarthy. He's in the hospital right now. These are dope. Yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah, he's AJ. Like, Thank you. Texas Coast. You let me off this damn bed. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Yeah, so anyway, sorry. That was it. That's all I wanted to. Thanks, uh, hey, what are you talking about? Uh, how much for the Crack'em shirts? Frankie asks in the chat. So why don't you give us a little plug? For the Crack'em? For our, our, on the merch store. I think all of our shirts are, are Like 25 bucks. Like 20. Uh, it's, it's U.S. Yeah, we get Can- I get Canadian prices, but I think they're like roughly twenty five USD uh, oh each. Um, yeah, so I didn't get you anything, but thank you for the gifts. <laughs> yeah, no, well, hey, as long as they're uh, uh, printed, I got a hoodie. Oh, let's see it. Oh, but mine go. was printed. AJ's uh, is just a big eggplant on it. <laughs> no, but it was print. It was printed like um, Texas coast, like on a on a bad slant. So. No, that's a good. But anyways, well, kind of cool. I'm going to try to get this one repaired. Yeah, do it, dog. Sweet. Well, and that's actually a good segue about the Texas Coast offense because this offense is humming, and they hummed a little bit, but we're about to get into that. What do we got on the docket tonight, AJ? Well, on today's show, we, we got the the uh, Dallas Cowboys fought through some early game woes to take charge at the end of uh uh, at the end of the game against the Seahawks, they bring home that big George W for Cowboys big Nation. George W. Um, and now they're 
they're pushing, uh, or sorry, they're nine and three, so they're pushing against those Eagles who took a loss, an ass kicking, if you will, against yeah. the Forty ers shellacking. And and that game may be a, bl- a blueprint on how to disrupt, frustrate, and beat the NFC East leaders. So kind of we'll, we'll wrap all that together in a package and see how that comes out in the discussion. Then moving on from there, uh, the question is looming here: Are the Dallas Cowboys cooking with enough gas? keep their home record win streak alive or are those nasty dirty little eagles going to bounce back and cement their position as the number one seed so it's eagles week baby and uh, we're going to go in there well they're going to come in our house and we're going to stomp their eggs that's what i like to say <laughs> uh we'll also be checking out uh the nfl power rankings see if the boys have cracked the top five i think they were just outside. they were five last week okay so they let's were see five they, last week let's see if they move up Crack that top three, then readjust on the fly. That's how we do it. That's how uh, we do it, baby. Then we'll do some score and bold predictions, uh, do some can fan bets, and take a look at the can fantasy football. It's the last week, so we'll just be looking at at what the fallout can be, the wins and losses, who's in the playoffs. I believe almost everyone still has a chance to make it, so that's really like interesting. That. So Quick. all that, a bunch of crackums. On yeah, I was just gonna show. say, are we gonna have any crackums tonight? And he said it before I said it. Boosh. I think we are. Bryson, you were saying off air, but what are you cracking over there? We know you got some. I've already cracked it, unfortunately. I should probably should have waited until the show started, but I got some uh, I got some Glacier Freeze Gatorade. So I, that's not an alcoholic beverage, but I hope that counts. That's what I'm going to be sleep- drinking back at 1 a.m., half laying on my bed. Like, where's my Gatorade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck's my Gatorade? After, after Eagles? Oh, yeah, after Eagles. I'm almost ta- I'm almost preemptively taking Monday off. Like, I almost just uh, listen, should take the, Monday the, off. The electrolyte's going to keep you up. Oh, no, yeah, I... Look, Bryson, I've I feel like I tapped in the code. I gotta I gotta take electrolytes in the morning, electrolytes before I go to bed, and then electrolytes the next morning in order to stave off a post game hangover. And oh, yeah. I feel I feel like I'm gonna go. If into you weren't work. hungover after the Thanksgiving Day game, I don't think it's possible for you to be hungover. I wasn't. Like if I I don't know how you weren't. So I don't that. know how I wasn't either. <laughs> electrolytes. Okay, so Bryson, I'm gonna ask you first off as an uh, the guy that. Isn't necessarily a Cowboys fan, but like some of the guys on the team, what were your thoughts on the Seattle game? Was it a game that the Cowboys should have won more handedly, or was it a hard-fought one or win? I don't know I if guess. it was. I don't know if it was one they necessarily should have won more handily. I'm actually kind of glad the game played out the way it did, uh, because obviously now the only downside is how they struggle at times defensively. DK Metcalf had a monster game uh, against Deron Bland, but I, I think what's the thing that Dallas can kind of hang their hat on is that obviously this is the tough part of their schedule. We've been we've been talking about how after the the Commanders game it gets tough. Seattle, Philly, Buffalo, Miami, and then with Detroit. But I think the ability to to come back when things aren't necessarily going your way to win, uh, even as bad as the defense was uh, throughout the, the the game, the last three drives shut Seattle out and stopped them three times on fourth down at midfield. So maybe they pick up a little bit of momentum off that going the Eagles game. Obviously they get a three day rest break over Philadelphia. So um, in terms of their ability, and that's, that's something that's, uh, you know, and it's something that I, I've actually lauded the Eagles for, 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 for winning close games. Well, I think we got to keep that same energy and give that to Dallas as well. Uh, the ability to win when, when things aren't necessarily going ideally for you. But um, listen, I think Dallas has, has been a great home team ever since they haven't lost a home game since week one of last season, which is pretty incredible. Uh, Dak was unbelievable. Let a game winning drive. Uh, th- this could potentially be the outcome, uh, the, the, the homecoming, so to speak, or the 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 big game for Jake Ferguson to kind of get in the role himself. Uh, you know, that, that's the thing is defensively struggled. CD Lamb drops three. I counted three passes in the second half of that game. They struggle with penalties, and yet against a team pretty desperate, fighting for its playoff life, you're still able to come out with the win. Uh, I, I think there's a lot Dallas can can take away from this, and and and, and take a lot of momentum and kind of as a blueprint going into the Eagles game. Well, I like that you brought up the DK Metcalf thing because, yeah, he had an amazing game. And the thing that I liked that I noticed from the Cowboys 
in the Seahawks game is they came out with a different plan in the second half. They switched to Ron Bland and uh, Stephon Gilmore. They switched them. So Gilly went up against DK Metcalf, and then Bland was kind of going against JSN or Lockett, whoever came out of uh, on his side. Deron Bland ended up having an interception in the second half. And as you said, in the at the very end of the game, the Cowboys had, had turnover on downs three times. So the defense was very lacking in the first part of the game. You had that 70-yarder, 70-plus yarder to DK Metcalf to start the, the, the game off for the, the Seahawks. But... The Cowboys didn't give up. They kind of figured out what they needed to do, and it was a tale of two halves. They kind of got smacked around a little bit at the start and then figured it out with some some switch-ups in the second half, and and you need to have those types of games. Sure, sure, we want to see every game. We want to see the Cowboys win 41-5 to five or 6 or 7 or 8 and have our starters taken out in the fourth, but that's just not going to happen every single time. You need to be able to ha- face adversity and win these close games and have that fourth quarter drive and have that fourth quarter takeaway and have that fourth quarter stop, which the Cowboys did have. And think about this too, is the fact that the last close game that they were in was against the Eagles. And they obviously weren't able to make the plays there at the end to, to punch in the end zone. Um, So it had, say they won the Seattle game, say they put up 41, they give up, I don't know, 24, but they mostly control the game throughout uh, and they win and what would basically be a route. (laughs) Wouldn't it be that maybe I'm going too far in this, but maybe fourth quarter, assuming this game is, is pretty tight late. You know, some of it can be a little bit of a psychological factor that Philadelphia can say, Hey, the last time this team played a close game uh, was against us. And we were able to make the plays there at the end. Um, uh, and then for Dallas, you know, in, instead you were able to come off that game, uh, things that go your way. And I think one thing that's interesting too, you guys brought up uh, uh, Deron Bland and, and sort of the game plan for for, for Dallas against uh, uh, Seattle in the second half. Do you do you guys think that obviously Deron breaking breaking the record for most pick sixes in a season, which shout out to him, that's unbelievable. Do you think it's a little bit of 2021 Trayvon Diggs syndrome where he's not the great cover corner that he is now, at least before the injury? Uh, he's more of a ball hawk and it's kind of boom or bust. Do you think that's a factor or, or something Philadelphia can exploit? Or how do you think that they should kind of uh, adjust to that? For, for me, I think it's just a, it's a caution uh, for Bland. And it's, uh, you know, luckily we, we came out with the win. So he can kind of take that as just a wrap on the wrist instead of like, oh shit, I lost this game. Uh, uh, for the boys almost single-handedly. Um, I just like, I, I really like the kid. I think I think he has those ball hawk skills. I don't want him to, ad- I don't want him to change his, the way that he's playing sure. because maybe he has one of these games once or twice a season. I'm willing to make that trade. But um, if there is anything that comes out of it, hit, hitting the, the, uh, the tape room, maybe adjusting a couple things that he did wrong, um, you know, DK Metcalf is in a, an elite receiver just in, physically as a specimen and then also what he actually can do out there on the football field. So if it was someone else, maybe a little bit more concerning. But uh, also that's a, a concern because, okay, now you see, let's just put a big body up here against Bland. And, uh, well, who's you know, he going up against next week? I know, maybe? I know. And so he's already, he's already gone against him, though. Yeah, but now they. this is the thing. I don't want to see them putting A.J. Brown, and I don't want them putting Deron Bland on an island now against A.J. Brown. I don't think – I think after we look at the what happened in that Seahawks game, there has to be some adjustments that are going to be made going into this game because, like you said, they not they didn't find the recipe on how to beat Deron Bland. They just saw how, how can we cook the – how can we cook the secondary? Well, D.K. Metcalf was able to do it very, very easily. On that 74-yard touchdown, or whatever the hell it was, he had he clocked the fastest time 
of any yep. runner in the NFL yep. this season. He hit like 30, I think he hit like or 20 something miles. No, it was like, it was, it was, 20, high. It was like 22.7. I yeah, think. Yeah. Something high. But he, he cause th- I saw a clip of people making fun of Tyree kill being like, yeah, well, Tyreek Hill did 23 uh, miles per hour in his rookie season. Oh, it was, oh, tw- was 22.23 miles okay, per right hour. And that, yeah, 22.23. Hey, and that's the, that's, fa- still that's, fast. The, that's the fastest this season, though, of anyone on anyone in yes. the NFL. Yeah. Uh, and and is a much bigger athlete than Tyreek. That's what I mean. He's yeah. a fucking monster. He's the guy's, yeah. he's a doorway. The he's, guy's the size of a door. He's a tight yeah. end in a wide receiver one's body. Essentially, he, yeah, he's like, sorry, Kyle, sorry, he's sorry, like he's, Kyle Pitts, but faster is yeah. what he is. Thanks. Justin Gordon in the chat says, let's be honest, the safety went the wrong way. That touchdown wasn't True. his fault yes. entirely. Yeah. So, he did. He did. It shouldn't have been. The safety should have been able to. Uh, sorry. Uh, a fan of the a big, big, big guy that we like in the podcast here, Donovan Wilson. He went completely the wrong way. Yep. He he, he should have went out. He went in. He t- he picked up the under guy, and he should have taken the the out, out guy. I blame Wade for not wearing it. the other game was already picked up. Yeah, any other so. game it's already picked up. I blame Way J for not wearing his uh Wilson Dono jer- his Dono Dub jersey. So that that touchdown was on you, AJ. <laughs> Just hey, saying it. Hey, I was I was uh trying to get some better Wi-Fi uh from the from the Hooters I was <laughs> in. I, I know you were. The but the other thing, if you rewatch that play, I'm pretty sure it was like grazing the, the ball was like grazing Bland's hand. So that was it was a it was very close to being a pick. Very similar to what we saw with Diggs. Uh not last year, but the year before, where he's giving up a bunch of yards, but he is getting those interceptions. But and Bland isn't giving up yards. Bland's, Bland isn't giving yeah. up yards. Minus last game, Bland isn't giving up yards. Sorry, I was going, Diggs, you can let uh, let a guy have one bad game. Yeah, now, Hopefully that, exactly. that's his only bad game of the it's season. His second year, it's his second year. Correct. I'll take, I'll take 2,000 yards and breaking the interception record halfway through the season. You know, well, and you got to, you, you know, you got to keep in mind too with Deron Bland is he was initially slated to be, you know, that they, they sometimes would put him in the slot, although that's mm-hmm. more of Jordan, uh, Jordan Lewis's role. But, you know, before the Diggs injury, he was kind of the slot guy. They'd occasionally yeah. put him outside, depending on if they felt like they had a matchup advantage, but he's kind of adjusting to a brand new role. And like you guys mentioned, he's, he's still a young guy. Um, you know, whereas Diggs, you know, that's obviously he's shifted from being a, a receiver to a corner, uh, but not as big of an adjustment as Deron Bland's had to make. So, uh, the fact that he's done what he's done and like you said, his ball skills and his, uh, his, his anticipation is just absolutely off the charts. It's probably the best I've seen from a corner, or at least from a guy in the secondary since maybe Tyron Matthew. And we know how great he's been in his career. So, um, but no, Durant, Duran Bland's made that adjustment. And, you know, listen, he did have a bad game. You guys a hundred percent mentioned the fact that in the comments talking about where Wilson took the, took the guy in the intermediate route instead of, uh, you know, helping with DK Metcalf. If that's, if the plan for Dallas is to put, you know, Duran Bland on, on AJ Brown, then you're going to need Duran Bland. You're going to need Malik Hooker or some of these other guys to, to kind of help you out. Definitely. I kind of want to, I wish I would have gone back to, and maybe I will after tonight, not that it matters. Any, it should it always matters. I was going to say it should have happened last night, but I'm going to go back and watch the matchup between uh, where Bland, who Bland was matched up or paired up against the Eagles game. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he, because we play we play pretty big man coverage for for most of the time, and in a game like that, they're playing soft coverage to try to allow that Eagles uh, game. They were targeting Lewis a lot. Eagles game, AJ Brown targeting Lewis, like they were bringing AJ Brown across the middle. What I don't want to see is Deron Bland now that he got beat last week. Give the guy a little bit in the first quarter. Give him some help over the top. Yeah, yep. and make yep. sure that the guy that's supposed to give him help over the top. Gives him help over the top. You don't want to see him get cooked again in the first quarter. Like, I just do whatever you have to do to make sure Deron Bland doesn't get cooked in the first quarter, and we'll be fine. It is nice to see that mentally. We talked about how mentally, uh, when we were streaming it, how mentally that could really affect a player. But for him to come out and still get uh, an interception, 
is is solid. Shows that he wasn't completely broken. And then the offense go three and out with that interception. <laughs> yeah, let's. Yeah, so the one time, the one drive that we needed the offense to continue to stay on pace, what they were. I blame Dak Prescott for not letting us win our bet. Wow, uh, you're a Dak hater. You know what's funny though that you bring he's up that been a Dak skeptic. You know that you bring that bet. So Bryson, we had a few bets going last week. We bet the Cowboys with the spread, so they were minus seven, and we bet Dak Prescott with. 300 passing yards, oh. two, uh, 300 passing yards, a win, and I think it was two touchdowns, and he threw 299. Yeah, oh. yeah that's brutal. Yeah, and then the, on that third, that third down when they were in the red zone on like the nine yard line, he threw to CD Lamb in the end zone. CD catches that. We we stack it, Bills, son. We stack it, Bills, <laughs> kid. Well, f- first, real quick here, just crack me if you got him. What got over there? Huh? What is that? It's a what? Oh, it's your it's my koozie. Oh, it's your koozie. Yeah, it's I was our, like, what hey, the fuck drink do you have it's, over it's there? It's our Saved by the oh, Bell koozies. Oh, okay. They got the Saved by the Bell koozies going. All right. Um, but speaking of changing strategy, and I did watch uh, the the great Napoleon film, so I'm really into uh, French Revolution strategy right now. What do you give it out of 100? Out of 100? Yeah. It just too, seems like a good one. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix was, or Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin. was... Joaquin. Well, I was gonna say I don't say I don't think you said it right either. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm an English speaking man. I, pron- I pronounce jo- my Jockin, Jockin, um, Jack. But he he uh, he was really really good. So I'm gonna give it a, se- a 75 out of 75. Oh, that's decent. 7.5 out of 10. There, there, Same thing. There was like, a few good. things, but it was just my nitpicky thing. Any any enjoyable. full frontal nudity? Uh, no, but some hints at it, and okay. it's some really funny sex scenes. I should say. Yeah, I, I was I read I Jeez. I read about uh, I read about it, it was there was like there was like five or six very comical moments that <laughs> were they supposed to be funny? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. and I laughed out because I almost like, think when there's a funny moment in a movie to you, like when while you're watching, oh, but it's not supposed to be funny. No, no, th- it's subjective. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no. These were. I mean, I'm assuming they seemed very blatantly meant to be funny especially with the editing but anyways the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling that's it it's that easy it's time to rethink recycling with renew Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Um, but speaking of strategy changes, are we concerned at all with that front line of the boys and the defense kind of breaking and uh, instead of just bending a little bit here, um, especially against the Seahawks game and now coming into the Eagles, who we know, you know, if they're going to do anything, they're going to put points on the board and they have a, a knack for uh, eking out or squeaking out wins when it really matters so are, are these two things a concern um or better question which one are you more concerned about Bryson what do you think yeah I think uh for Dallas in that game against Seattle I think the concerning thing is how many big plays Seattle's Seattle was able to generate like it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of these long drag out drives where it was just uh beat you down physically kind of death by a thousand cuts it was a lot of big plays the pit uh at the end of a half the play to to smithing jigba uh i remember even even yeah. when the drops by lock it was going to be a 25 30 yard gain uh so for dallas you know the question is do they play kind of like us because obviously we know dan quinn is, is a big time man and man guy does he play like a soft man to not give the big play to aj brown uh but then again you, you sort of it's it's again pick your poison because that's what buffalo did in at the end of regulations just give them these 10 15 yard completions they can get down the field 
field in, in the blink of an eye. So, um, I mean, that's the thing for Dallas. And obviously, missing Vander Esch uh, is, is going to be key. And obviously, we mentioned before with Diggs. Uh, that, that's, I think, the key for them is stopping A.J. Brown. That's easier said than done. He's one of the premier receivers in the sport. And saying, if Devontae Smith beats us, he beats us. Obviously, Devontae's one of the better twos in the league. Uh, but Dan, Dan Quinn's defensive game plan is going to be very interesting. Does he, uh, does he put a spy on Jalen Hurts? Does he want to blitz? Uh, Hertz hasn't been amazing against the blitz this year, at least from what I've, what I've looked at. So, uh, th- th- there's a lot of options to come at, uh, the Eagles with, but same time, there's, there's not a whole lot of clear cut answers because of how successful this offense has been. Like y'all mentioned, especially in the second half of games. But if there's anything I do want to see is that if it is tight and I think we all anticipate it'll be, you know, within range for either team. If Dallas is up, say three, four points, five minutes to go, you know, don't give Philadelphia these soft completions. If they beat you over the top late, that's one thing, but, um, I, I, I don't, don't give know. them these layups. Yeah. Don't give them fucking layups. Yeah, you got to fight. Yeah. I hate teams, and you bring up a good point. I hate when teams play a certain way for three and a half quarters, and they, they've been winning the whole time, and then with the last five minutes of the game, they completely abandon that and play, play this stupid cover two shell that just get pick, gets picked apart. You see it so often in the NFL, and I don't understand it. Why wouldn't you just keep playing what, what got you to winning the game in the first place? They get so scared sure. of getting beat deep that they give up, like you said, 15 yards, 15 yards, 8 yards, 7 yards, you know? And it's like... And you're in the red zone. And, and then, then they're in the red zone, and then Jalen Hurts runs a touchdown to win the game. It's just such a stupid way. And I hope... I haven't seen Dallas do that yet in any of their leads. It seems like they play their their style of a lot of man. They don't necessarily blitz that, that much. They're hoping that their front four can get pressure enough, and then they just lock down pretty much. So hopefully they do that. The one thing with uh, AJ's question that I'll say that I'm not concerned about the defense because the defense finished the game strong, right? I would have been more concerned if the defense started in the first two, two to three quarters, lights out, mm. and then gave up 21 points in the fourth, right? Whereas they kind of did the opposite. They gave up a shit ton of points in the first three quarters, and then when it was crunch time, they got three turnovers on downs. You had Micah there. The, the Seattle's strategy of letting Micah Parsons just be an open rusher on Geno Smith on the last play of the game Still mind-boggling to me. Don't really understand it. Doesn't seem like a good idea. I hope the Eagles do it lots. But uh, no, I'm not worried about the defense, but I would like to see the defense... I'd like to see the defense have a better showing against the Eagles than the first game they played and the game they played against Seattle. They played a lot of tight game. Like, there wasn't a lot of rest between us, so the defense is bagged, whatever. We have 10 days off coming into this game. I'm not worried about the defense. They finished strong, Um they, we still won the game. The it's offense's turn to carry the team. They carried the team that game, and uh, you know I think we'll readjust. I think we'll have the the rest is going to be the rest is going to be solid. I had to laugh though. There's a guy in chat. He's an Eagles fan, and he says Cowgirls better beat Eagles because you guys schedule getting tougher. Bills Miami lines. He's saying that you guys just because we always make fun of the Eagles. I mean the Eagles guys. schedule the Eagles schedule is easier than the Cowboys, but it's like yeah. If if we beat the Eagles, I still think. I still think that Seattle could beat the Eagles. New York, I could see having a sneaky game against them. Arizona with Kyler Murray is a lot better than they were when we played them. Like the Eagles, sure, their schedule looks easy when you look at teams' records, but it's they're they're, they, they're still playing against yeah. teams that can have sneaky wins. So well, let's let's uh... so use guys in the chat. You better <laughs> hope use guys wins. <laughs> why don't we uh, Why don't we uh, hold the Eagles talk for a little bit here? Cook through some of our other items on the list, and then we'll start talking about how we's going to beat those. Don't used don't guys. you try to don't you try to direct this podcast where you want to go to. Well, I just, hey, guess what? 
I just so did. What do you What do you want to? What do you want to? Power rankings. Well, I, okay. I, final I, thoughts on the the Seahawks well, game. I guess I wanted to. I will Seahawks final game, and then a couple other quick rapid recaps. So we were, but we can skip through. We, I thought we were going to talk a little bit about Dakota. Go uh, for it. Dakota MVP. Bryson, you're you're a Dak guy. There's been a lot of chatter. I mean, is Dak still in the race for uh, MVP contention? He's been having a great. Is he still in the season. race? Or yeah, is he still is he in the race? The I'd race. say he's. I'd say he's yeah. got that baton, and he's a hundred meters up on anyone. Yeah, I was about to say I think he he he'd been in the race. He's been in the race for a while, and I, I thought he took the MVP lead uh, against Washington in that game when he played unbelievable. But this 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 game against Seattle again. This is this is what separates MVPs. We talk about your MVP moment. If there, if there's one play from Dak uh, that I, I'll remember this season, it's. When he breaks out of the sack, rolls out to his right, and throws the ball to Jalen Tolbert, like just the, the confidence, and obviously Dak's a, a big, strong dude, and his core strength is is off the charts. But you know the ability to—I think that's um, Daryl Taylor, who's a Tennessee guy, go Vols. But Daryl Taylor's come around the edge, about to bring him down, and you know Dak's able to shake him off and get to Jalen Tolbert. But no, his, listen, his numbers are off the chart, and again, it's—I'm not saying we have to go into like a whole Dak versus Purdy debate because I'm a big Purdy guy. No, do it, very do well. it, let's do it, let's do it. But I think when it's when their numbers across the board are almost identical, if you look at like the six major quarterback stats, Dak wins three, Purdy wins three. And obviously, in, in fairness to Purdy, he, he did outplay Dak and they won. But if we're talking, this is where this is where I get really worked up on my show is the is is where we don't take enough, uh, you know, of a we don't take the value word, the V word into much of a, a, an account. And, you know, this is this is not to take a shot at any of the Dallas guys, but I think CeeDee Lamb is the only player for the Cowboys, only skill position guy that would start for San Francisco. McCaffrey's the best running back in the league. Kittle's maybe the best tight end in the league. Ayuk's unbelievable. He's an excellent receiver. Uh, Debo's a, we saw what he did against Philly. He's a do-it-all type of guy, run mm. the football with him, throw the fo- football to him. And, you know, a lot of Purdy's stats were, were you know, some of these, these short completions to Debo, and he's, getting some serious yak after the play. So um, I think we talk about value Dak to, to Dallas and, and Purdy to San Francisco with respect to Purdy. I don't even think it's close. Well, I'll, I'll use something that I watched on the eight o'clock spot. Shout out to Bryson's show. He does the eight o'clock spot on Tuesdays. I'll, I'll throw something out about Brock Purdy that I heard on the show yesterday. How could you call Brock Purdy the MVP of the league when he's not even the MB, MVP on that offense? Yep. And that's so true. Christian McCaffrey's the MVP on that offense. Right, I would argue it's Trent Williams. Or tr- okay, you, well, skill, skill, case, sure. skill though, skill yeah. position player, right? Where you look at the Cowboys' offense, who's the MVP on the offense right now? Dak Prescott, without a doubt. You're not saying. I mean, Ceedee Lamb's obviously playing out of his mind, but Dak is the is the cog that makes the wheel go right. Whereas Brock Purdy is just a very good complementary piece to an already amazing offense. So you, to me, that tilts it in Dak Prescott's direction because he's the one. Again, like you said. CeeDee Lamb's probably the only skill player that cracks Sam Fran's squad. And Dak's just, he's hes four touchdowns here, three touchdowns there. Turpin scoring touchdowns, Ferguson scoring touchdowns, you know, and Dak's- He's elevating everybody. He's elevating everyone. Right he's Great he's point. making yes. everyone better. Yeah. And that's and that's, and that's the mark of an MVP. Like that's what yeah. that's what Aaron Rodgers did for years in Green Bay. Uh, that that's what Tom Brady did for two decades in New England and a few years in Tampa Bay. Like, and again, this is not a shot at Purdy because I really like the kid, but you know they were successful with Jimmy G. More successful with Purdy because Purdy's better than Jimmy G. Uh, but you know, swap Dak and Purdy, and, and do the numbers still look as 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 nip and tuck as they are? Uh, I don't think they do. I think Dak, obviously, from an intangible perspective, uh, I thought I don't know if you you saw his his soundbite from uh, the actually I'm sure I'm sure y'all did where he said. Uh, uh, I've got the pen and paper to to write my own story and write yeah, my own yeah. narrative, and yeah, you know it. that's 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 the heartbeat of that locker room. That's the ever everything runs through Dak. Um, 
in that regard, even Micah Parsons, who's a, a fantastic vocal leader, was like, man, that's like that's my quarterback. Like, kind of play on T.O. sort of. And uh, listen, the vibes are good in Dallas, and, and Dak's playing the best he's ever played. And, and Mike McCarthy deserves a lot of credit for that. Like, allowing Dak to be Dak, letting him get outside the pocket, throw deep. He's always been one of the better deep throwers in the league. He just didn't get the opportunity much before. Uh, so allowing Dak to be the best version of himself. I think y- y- y'all were in the game in L.A. against the Chargers where we started to see glimpses of it with his legs. He ran that touchdown in, and uh, ever since, it feels like he's just been on an upward trajectory. That was the turning point, definitely. Yeah. That that yep. so some of, game some was the turning a, point. Some of us saw that game. <laughs> the, um, you know, we'll just skip back. <laughs> skip past okay. the comments. <laughs> that, that. I was going to say... Uh, Go for it. Go uh, for it. Like you can talk shit. Ad doesn't remember the Thanksgiving Day game. Like, <laughs> hey, if you are out there and you're looking for someone to turn up hard at games, it's the bandwagon boys, baby. Bandwagon, and, we, and, and, they, and we both can't be loaded at, t- at the same time. I don't know what I'd do if you both were on that level. <laughs> I mean, we both were pretty loaded on Thanksgiving, but I was I was definitely a little bit further. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Man. I plead the fifth. Uh, the Mike McCarthy comment that you made, uh, Bryson, he said it in the off season. The offense is in Dak's hands. I want to put Dak in a position where he's comfortable to make those are some big calls. hands to put it in too. Yep. Massive hands, gargantuan feet, and <laughs> letting Dak go out there and cook. And it's obviously it started obviously starting to work. The, the uh, one question that has been burning in my mind since I was last on uh, the eight o'clock spot, just a secondary shout out. I mean. I didn't know you were going to say that, and so now we're hey doubling, man, double now we're doubling down. Who's double dip. Both, both of you guys are Tuesday. essing uh, Bryson's deed right now. We're doing it. on the show. No, well, yeah. this was two weeks ago, um, and I'm, I was making the argument that, yeah, uh, Dak Prescott is the MVP, and lo and behold, I think the world agrees with me now. Uh, but <laughs> we've, look, been, we've been thinking it since Vegas we almost— does. We were thinking it when he was plus 3,000. We Man, we fucked up, we guys. Fucked I know. Up, we I were know, Bryson, know. we were just going to throw 100 bucks down when it was plus 3,000, and— I couldn't figure out I couldn't figure out DraftKings, so we just, we didn't oh, do it. We abandoned Lord, it. That's brutal. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's a paper bet still. Yeah, it's a paper bet because we were all in. We're like, make yep. the. You guys were like, did you make the bet? I was like, I don't. We're like, I, I can't. I don't know right how now. to make the bet right now. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> but but uh, the comment was when I when I kind of threw down um, what I believed uh, Dak Prescott, why he was the most valuable player to the team. And I might have not done the best argument, I'll, I'll admit, but the, the comment was, well, Cooper Rush came in last year and won those six games. And, you know, in term, I wasn't going to rebuke because of the flow of the show. I mean, I had my I had my time, so I bit my tongue. But I just How wanted, I to, wanted to bring it. it it's easy. It, it? It's Well, because it's like, OK, you know, fair, yep. fair point. I, yep. didn't, I didn't cover that. That's part of the show. I liked it. But I just want to now that I now that we have room to breathe. Um, it, how true is that that statement? Is it, I think there's a little truth in it, but I still don't think that we're, we would see the plays that. Dak Look at Prescott the numbers made. difference between yeah. Cooper Rush's stats winning those it's games. It's not even close. Like yeah. even even last year's Dak, it wasn't even close. No, it, so it, da- last year Dak doesn't even last year's Dak was not was not Dak Prescott. It wasn't his thumb was bugging him. It was. It, that was not sure. Dak Prescott. Sure, he was good enough. He was, t- he was still... A- it was Dak Lescott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was still, in my mind, a top 10 quarterback because he was still making good reads. He still had a 12-5 and five team. But yep. it just wasn't the Dak that I was used to seeing. Dak is not a turnover machine. He never has but- been. The The narrative that it just drove me fucking bonkers because guys that I've been in, in a fantasy football league with for fucking eight years, 
and I have Dak, and they're all like making the, the you know the memes about Dak throwing interceptions. Like, do you guys not remember the the six prior years where he didn't throw interceptions? And I knew the the Dak, and we all got a little bit frustrated in the San Fran game in the postseason, naturally. Oh, but yeah. this Dak, I, took, I, th- I ripped my jersey. You were off mad. And I said maybe Dak's not the guy. Oh, we I were, apologize. Oh, oh, it's on. It's on tape. We were all wasted. AJ, why or is this last week? No, yeah, yeah, no, worry, like, no, worry, no I'm worry. watching what you're doing. I'm just but, looking uh, at last week. Sorry, and I know Bryson's on our page here. Dak from last year was not was not what Dak Prescott is, and I honestly think for his for his mindset, last year almost might have benefited us now for how he is this year. Like this this year Dak, version of Dak, and people t- saying, "Well, he's doing it against these teams and that teams." I don't give a fuck. You still have to do it. You still have to do it against who you're playing against. He can't decide who he's playing against. These are all NFL teams. They're all NFL teams. He did it against Seattle. He did it against Philadelphia. They're, he, they're doing what they're supposed to do in three and a half quarters. Yeah. And, and that's and what no one ever said. Like they're, I know. They're doing it what they have to do in three and a half quarters. He's been pulled out seven times of the yeah. game. So I love that. And, and I love that. You know what's interesting? You know what's interesting too? Again, not to bring Brock Purdy in, but again, just because he's he's kind of the front runner with Dak right now, it's a good mm-hmm. comparison. Like, listen, it's a fair case. Like, hey, Brock's beat you know Brock's team has beat these good teams. I, I saw a stat that um, Jacksonville Eagles and Cowboys game combined for San Francisco, they won like 118 to 32. So they're crushing these teams. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dallas is beating some bad teams. But something that's interesting is the fact that, and sometimes even I could get caught in this, like, oh, it's Dak versus Jalen Hurts. Well, they're not facing each other; they're facing the defenses for the opposing side. I saw a stat that was very interesting, and I hope I'm getting this right but the strength of defenses that Dak has played like in terms of their rankings if you combine them Dak's the defenses he's played would rank like 18th in the NFL Purdy's would rank 19th and again Purdy's with working with more weapons so again it's a lot more even in terms of the competition they face than than, than right. a lot of folks are giving credit for and like you said like last year there were some games against uh some some I mean obviously the Washington game at the end was was a disaster and Dak did not play well at all in that game and that was and, his and, worst and game I've watched him play that was probably yeah, his that worst was, game that that game, there was a game against. Uh, I think it was 2017. He played. Uh, he had that really rough stretch when when Zeke was out. Like that's and it, it's it's been a while ago. But oh, by and large, he's been incredibly consistent, uh, accurate, and again like this. He's been on a roll. Mike McCarthy has has gotten the best out of him, and uh, that's why the offense is clicking right now. Before okay, I'll get one with you, Ad. Crack him if you got him. Crack, Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Before we get into this power rankings, because I, I know you guys have it primed in the in the in the oh yeah, just the barrel. It's just boosh. I know you. I know you got it loaded up. You boosted it up. But one thing I do like this season is. Our strength is get like our hardest part of our schedule is going into the playoffs, right? Playoffs. Whereas last year, going into the postseason, we played like Indianapolis, who was not good. We played Tennessee, yeah. who was not good. We played Washington, who was not good. Like we had these teams that weren't they weren't none of them were in the postseason. Whereas this year, we're almost playing fucking five or four playoff teams in the last five weeks of the season. So it's like a warm-up to going into the postseason. I like that better. Even if we drop one or two going in, even if we're only a wildcard team, I like that we're facing competition that has already done it, that they're 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 playoff teams. Playoff, we're gonna playoff. see we're gonna see good quarterbacks, we're gonna see good offenses, we're gonna see good defenses, we're gonna see great coaching. I would rather have that and drop a game or two than play these fucking shit games against the Colts like we did last year, Tennessee last year. And I like having this type of strength of teams going into the, the end of the season. 
And your antennas are up and, and you're playing your best football, at least you hope, at the end of a season. And, you know, that that's one thing, too, is because Dallas, ever since that Eagles loss, has been trying to just catch up to Philadelphia. They understand internally, hey, we got to play our, our best football in order to get back into this race. And even if whether they catch the Eagles or not is irrelevant to whether or not they're able to perform in the playoffs. And uh, yes. and, and that's obviously something now, again, if they're the five seed. That might as well be a buy if they play the, the NFC South champ. They'll, they'll <laughs> steamroll Atlanta, New Orleans, anybody. But that's uh, I, 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 I can just see. We hope. I can just see that. I hope we hope. Yeah. I could just see the next day, like on all these shows, uh, like the Cowboys beat another bad team. It's like, guys, it's the playoffs. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it is what it is. You got to play who's, who's in front of you on your, on your playoff schedule. But I, I completely agree with you. That's, uh, and we saw this. We we saw this with Kansas City last year. They played some tough games toward the end of the year. Tampa Bay. Um, so it's you know when you are battle tested toward the end of the season and you your your antennas are up, you understand you got to play your best football at, at the end, and uh, that that can be really good for a football team. I think that'll that'll be the case for Dallas. I, I just one last thing. Go I ahead. do like how they're rolling into a uh, a formidable uh, a group of opponents here at the yeah. at the end of the season. It's like you're looking at them. It's like you're squaring yeah. off in the octagon against five of them. It's like it's I don't know I'm I'm doing this dance yeah, yeah, dance yeah. I don't know if you're don't in the octagon if you're in the octagon looking like this you're getting knocked out so don't go in yeah. the octagon like this but I like the fact that they're looking at these tough opponents and it's like let's see what you got yeah let's see what you're made of yep yeah so and they've been hearing all season that they can't beat them so just yeah. extra added motivation exactly yeah. do you want to hit some chat comments before yeah, we roll into the next section let's, let's hear what chat I mean, we've been pretty. We've been pretty neglected. I know them people champs. I've been throwing the stuff up on You're the screen. You're supposed to just throw it out. You're not supposed to gaslight us and have us ask about chat. Just bring it's, chat out. AJ's been back. <laughs> Bryson's on. It's just hard hey, to... Hey, that's why, that's why we, we offer these breaks these chat to breaks. release that steam. Okay. You know Ad's looking at chat going yeah, down yeah, and he's oh, always panicking. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> well, and I'm running two. I'm running two right now. I'm running our TikTok chat. Oh, we're live I, on TikTok? Yeah, we're live on TikTok. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay, Welcome, well, TikTok. Let's hear Let's hear Let's hear Welcome. So our cousin, Scotty Too Hotties, Says, Scotty, what's up? Evening, boys. Um, Whopper, there's a guy named Whopper in the chat, and he seems pretty hot. I don't. He's seems pretty he seems hot. Pretty hot. Hot guy. What's his name? His what's his real name? What's his number? His you can see his profile. His pic. name's Whopper. <laughs> Whopper ASL. Uh, but he goes. Uh, he said a couple comments earlier on that I was like, oh, that's. I don't know if he's agreeing with us or if he's against us. But this one, he says, Whopper says, Purdy lost three straight games. I mean, what is this conversation? Well, the conversation is what every other analyst out there is talking about right now. Yeah, you fucking they're, idiot. They, they, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's all in love, Whopper. It's all, it's all in love. Uh, I do love Whoppers with cheese. Oh yeah, uh, Whopper Wednesday. You know what? Yeah, we had that Whopper on the way. But anyways, yeah. I digress. the The biggest thing that I hate, and we talked about Dak Prescott, and you mentioned the interceptions. Is it doesn't if you're a Cowboys quarterback, specifically Dak Prescott, you're under such a microscope. So Dak, they can't just say Dak against Mahomes. It's like, well, hey, Brock Purdy's having a great. Brock Purdy's an MVP. After that Eagles game, defeating the ten and one Eagles, it's like okay, Brock Purdy is the next is is the next uh, MVP above Dak Prescott, right? And I agree, he's lost three games in a row. You can see where the Eagle, uh, the San Francisco 49ers aren't invincible. And Nate Dog, when he was in the studio this past weekend when we streamed the game, he said. 49ers are one player away from being a bad team. Like one player goes down, he's never seen another team because he's an he's a 49ers fan. And he, so he, it's, he's talking about he's like if someone gets injured on the 49ers. We don't play the same way that we usually play. So one of the key, components. one of the skill guys, one of the skill guys, Christian well, McCaffrey, think. Debo, Ayuk, yeah. Kittle, any of those guys are gone. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a big, big miss. Yeah. Rich P in the chat says pretty gets to throw one yard past the Debo and he takes it 40 plus yards. 
Love it. Uh, For my fantasy, I love that. Yeah. Gus, our boy Gus is in the chat. What up, Gus? What says, up, too bad Mac Jones didn't get drafted by the Niners or he would be in the MVP conversation. <laughs> don't get me fired up on Mac Jones. Don't, don't do this right now. <laughs> I'm chair. Uh, and then I'm we have this chair. No. <laughs> and then we have uh, a bunch of Eagles comments that we'll save, uh, that we'll save until we get into the Eagles chat. So, AJ, yeah. how about we kick it into... Um, how about we kick it? Actually, Llama Gamer, I'll give one one last comment here. When the 49ers are healthy, they are hard to beat. But if we see them in the playoffs, maybe playoffs. third time for the third yeah. time's a charm. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm not even worried about that. I'm worried. Yeah. This is what I'm worried about right now. Win the division. Actually, not even I'm not even at that. Just beat Philly on, beat, on beat Sunday. Philly on, beat Philly on Sunday. Philly on Sunday. Okay, let's get into these power rankings. Bryson, before we get into these, we always go around and we try to guess where the Cowboys might be on the rankings. Last week they were fifth. Yes. On the power ranking charts, obviously they had a close one versus San or uh, against Seattle this last Thursday. So we're gonna lead out. We're gonna give Bryson the first the first choice. Where do you think the Cowboys are in this week's Ed Ed or sorry Eric Ed Holmes NFL.com power rankings? And he's a real douche, so just remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Of course Uh, they do because he already gave us who the first seat is. Yeah, he always does that. Always gives you at least one. So let's see. So I would assume this is just off the time I had. I guess who the teams that were above them last week would have been Kansas City, Baltimore, San Francisco, Philly. Yeah. Um. So I would guess probably fourth. I guess they put them over Kansas City since they lost to the Packers. I actually had Dallas number two on my my top ten list uh, on today's show. Uh. So I, I've got them only behind the Niners right now. I think they're playing amazing football. But if I had to guess, I would probably say four, maybe three, but I'll say four. Four is okay. a good guess. Four is really good. Four is a good guess. Bandwagon boys, are you guys? I think you guys got to go together. Yeah, on this we'll, one. we'll go together. I think uh ad we uh, I can just hear ads happy fingers typing in chat right now. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying the smarter bet here cuz I think it's 4 is 5 that they don't show him love, but I can't imagine that's going to happen. Or do we just fucking jump the gun and say let's go Trey? Trey. You guys are going, going 3. three. I think going three's Trey. good. 4 is what I had them at, same with what Bryson was thinking because of Kansas City's loss. I think they're going to just sw- swap uh wife swap uh Kansas City and uh, and yeah. Dallas. So you guys went three, Bryson went four. There's no fucking way we're at two. Baltimore had to buy. They're going to stay up in where they are, which I think was three. Yeah. So I think I, I, I got to go five just because I can't go I can't go two. So yeah, I got to go five. I, I do think it's going to be Bryson picking. Yeah, it's four, four. four is a great spot. It's the, da- it's the DAC number. Yeah, it's DAC. Look, MVP, hey. baby. And we all we always do this. We always uh, prices right ourselves here. So, yep. so I, four is a good spot. Four is okay. a good spot. So they already told us San Fran's at one. There Ed they Holm already told us. They're back. You know what? Deservingly. Deservingly. Definitely, um, are, are, I'm taking back my comments that uh, the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. I believe that is now the San Francisco. Do you think 49ers. the Eagles only dropped down one, though? I think so. You, well, they're going to hit two? I think Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. So Baltimore stayed at two, which is stayed fair. Two. They didn't get their asses spanked. They were on a bye week. You can't, dis- you can't drop them down from two because... The Eagles aren't at one anymore, right? So I think that's a fair fair spot. Then we got the Eagles dropping. The Eagles two. at three. So bandwagon boys are out. Yeah, bandwagon boys knew are it. out. We, we knew, knew it. it. Hey, we already knew it. We knew it. We already saw. Our, we already saw our destiny. So MVP four is coming up. MVP four. Hey. Hey. Okay, we Bryce. Knew it. We okay, knew it. 
Um, know it. Okay, so since the last loss, to, since the loss to the Eagles, oh. do you want me to read it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Sorry, sorry. It, just, it started floating on me. <laughs> you floated. Uh, since the loss to the Eagles, the Cowboys have gone four and zero, winning the first three of those games by an average of thirty points. This past Thursday's triumph was notable for the fact that Dallas never panicked, despite Seattle leading for much of the second half. It's a testament to how dangerous the Cowboys' offense has become, dangerous. even if the defense struggled to get off the field against the Seahawks. But damn boys now have extra rest coming into the big rematch against the Eagles in Dallas this Sunday night. The Eagles' Week 13 loss really invigorated the races for the NFC East crown, and the conference's top seed, Dallas, has won 14 straight at AT&T Stadium, but the defense will have some work to do after the Seahawks diced it up. Fuck you, buddy. You didn't die shut. <laughs> I mean, they did, but still. Fuck you, boy. Four's a good spot. The interesting thing for me is I, is I, I think the Seahawks... Just in, especially in how they played, I'm more. I w- I don't believe the Eagles are going to have that same firepower. I believe the Eagles can comfortably get 28 points on the boys. So it's just a matter of getting 29, or getting two touch. Uh, th- sorry, four touchdowns. Let first, me do my math first score here. to 35. Exactly. First to 35. Exactly. That's what. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Let's round off this. This 10 here. We got Miami Dolphins. Chiefs fell. Chiefs tumbling. Oh, Chiefs tumbling. Yeah. Well deserved. But well deserved tumble. Real quick comment on the Chiefs here. This is what happens when you rely on your tight end being your number one yeah. receiver for too long and don't properly uh, build up. It's not that they would need to go out and get a number, a, a true number one in the NFL. Just get a true receiver. number two. Get a true number two. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm get... still pissed at KC. They should have beat the Eagles, man. Oh, we yeah. watched it. We were sitting in Dallas, sitting at our Airbnb, watching this game no, on we TV. Were, we were at uh, Tacos Margaritas. Not the end of, it. not the end of it though. When he we were all over. We were all over. Oh right. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was a brutal drop by MVS. Yeah, the MVS drop. MVS. There's a great highlight reel that you can watch of him dropping similar passes like that like 10 times from Aaron yeah. Rodgers yeah. and Patrick yeah. Mahomes yeah. Two, <laughs> two of the most premier like, QBs in the NFL how Detroit Lions at seven moved up one respect Jacksonville down eight with Trevor Lawrence injured with a high ankle sprain not good not Jack- good hopefully I mean the, the high ankle sprain is a lot better news than an ACL or or some sort of any t- type of tear Achilles anything like that so on this does that put Jacksonville at potentially missing the playoffs? If no, they, if no playoffs, no, they're not missing the playoffs. No, they're no. they're, 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 they're going to be in. Houston could catch them for the division, though. Houston could catch them, but they're wild card. They're oh, they're okay. going to be wild card pretty much that's, that's no matter what. I, what. Sorry, you're right. That's what I meant. Is there are they potentially going to be? They can now. If they lose out, they'll end up second in the, they're, in the division, right? They're, they're still going to have a wild card team. They would have to have, even with a backup well, quarterback, an epic, epic fail to the rest of the season. I, I do want to see, it would be nice. I mean, I, that game, that Monday night game was like uh, such, it was a back and forth. I mean, I, I didn't care who won. It was great. It was a good game. Really good game. I Browning? Ra- Browning for the Cincy? Like, who yeah. the fuck is this dude? He was killing it. Browning comes in and he starts putting up points for freaking Chase. The, the one... I would rather see going into this upcoming week, former BC Lions quarterback. He's not uh, even on the team. Nathan, I thought he was on the team. No, they they got rid of him. Are you sure? Yeah, Adam, I was talking a, to a BC he's Lions. He's a CFL darling. He's, he's, he's practice he's, squad. He's a practice squad guy. Oh, he's practice squad. Damn him. Hey, well, I was just going to yeah, say. Well, step one: don't talk to a CFL fan, and you'll be better <laughs> off yeah. with your. Day. It wasn't just a CFL fan. It was a big BC Lions. <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm just going to be. It's going to be yeah. curious to see what happens to Nathan Rourke. I was like, oh, I like, is he? I thought Birthran or the like, MVP beat hard, beat hard, beat hard, <laughs> Birthran, beat hard. Let's just be honest. Just like van, like vanilla. Yeah. 
For, he, he's almost like a wish version of Cooper Rush. Yeah, but that's just what backup quarterbacks are, though. Yeah, but not a wish version of Cooper Rush. That's for, just how it is, though. For my second uh, favorite football team's offense to watch, it's the Houston Texans. Texans, I've enjoyed. They seen, have been yeah. doing yes. some really fun. I've enjoyed fun. watching the Texans. Oh, yeah. And we have, we have uh, I don't know if Harold's still in the chat, but he comes in and he starts saying, put some motherfucking respect on the Houston Texans. Okay, CJ okay. Stroud's his future. But yeah, uh, Harold's, and we're like, what are we talking about? We like, yeah, we have nothing. We have nothing. Right. Right. And, and finishing off the, the top ten. The loss here. is big, though. The tank loss is big. Yeah, yes, he, he, that is he, true. He was among, He was one of my fantasy darlings. Is, is, yeah, is fantasy that darlings. a season ending? Yep. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then finishing the top ten here, Cleveland Browns, respectable. Um, but I, I think after you get out of that, out of that five or six, it's a different tier. Like we've got. Cowboys in the tier one. I mean, some people will separate. Uh, They're tier one. Sa- yeah, but some people will separate S, San Fran S, from everyone. Yeah. Some people will say San Fran's the only one in, in that S or that Which tier I agree. one. Which I do agree with a little if, bit. Look, I, I'm not upset sure. with that, but Cowboys are definitely in that upper echelons and yep. uh, deservingly so. So, hey. Who, who's number 11, though? I just, can, you, can you just tease me here a bit? Okay, that, and we're stopping there. But it's Green Bay. You oh. think so? Is it on there? Ooh, it's oh, your Steelers! It's your Steelers. Oh, okay, well, well he's number 12. I, <laughs> hey, as a Steelers fan, man, I disagree. We just lost by two touchdowns to the Cardinals. No. No, we're not 11. <laughs> yeah, Green but Bay's Car- better than us. I will say this, though. Cardinals with Kyler Murray, different team than without him, even though we lost to the Dob- Dob-led Arizona team. Yeah, that's, that's two touchdowns at home to, as a six-point favorite. That's, that's not good. Yeah, that's, that's not, not good. good. That's not good. That's not good at all. Okay, well, that's don't a... depress me by talking about the Steelers, man. I, I'm dreading tomorrow night. Dreading it. Don't. Oh, right. Well, Thursday nighters are weird. Who are they? Who yeah. are they playing tomorrow night? The Patriots. That's it, it, be that greasy. is a game that's going to set offense back a half century. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> Seventeen to nine, and that's being generous. Well, the Patriots. That's, the... Wow, that's that's a scoring affair. I think. I think yeah. you got to shave at least a uh, at least six points off each of those. Well, thank, thankfully they flexed the Patriots out of one of the primetime games because they had like three weeks of primetime oh, games. They're uh, just the Patriots are so week. bad. Yeah. So bad. Really bad. Go ahead, do it, AJ. It's a perfect time to get it. Oh. Get it, dog. Crack him if you got him, son. Crack him if you got him, AJ. Welcome back to the studio, AJ. (laughs) All the way from Mexico, AJ. Guys, 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 guys. It's Eagles Week. Use guys? Eagles Week, you guys. Let's get into it. We got those dirty, stinking Philly Eagles coming into AT&T Stadium. Try to muck up. Jerry Jones's barn, and it ain't gonna happen. Not happening. Now uh, the, that game p- kicks off Sunday, five twenty p.m. PST, seven twenty p.m. T- p.m. CST, eight oh twenty p.m. EST, and and our show will kick off one hour uh, before that football does. So. And you know what we're start how we're starting the show off. We're starting it off with a screech shot and a shotgun because we owe Deron we owe Bland yeah. that pick six. Anyone that follows the podcast, follows the show, follows the live streams, whenever there's a pick six for uh, or whenever there's a defensive touchdown, it's a shot of screech and a shotgun. We were at AT&T Stadium, so we couldn't shotgun. We couldn't have a shot of screech. That's how we're starting the show off at 425 PST, baby. I love it. Boosh. And and I do I do just want to hop in here real quick, bringing up these quarterbacks. We got to talk these quarterbacks. The quarterbacks. Comparisons. Like, I do like uh, uh, Bryson's uh, point earlier, though. It's really the quarterback versus the defense. But, you know, we're going to look at both these guys here. My biggest stat that I want to bring up is that uh, turnover, or sorry, touchdown interception ratio. Dak um, is a, this is season to date. 4.7 touchdowns to interceptions. And Hurts, uh, including rushing as well, 
uh, passing rushing. So if you're just looking at passing, it's a lot different. But we know what Hurts can do with his legs. So you got to include that. He's at 3.1 touchdown to interception. So, Fuck, so his passing to interception must be awful. Yeah, well, he, it's it's about... Um, Was it 18 to 10? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it's, one point, like it's, it's not good. It's 1.8 then. Good. But he adds so... He's got 12 touchdowns with his with his legs can't discount, or something can't like that. So, that. So, uh, yeah, if you're a running back. <laughs> and then real quick, the, the, the next thing, I'm just going to read off Dak Prescott's last five games Let's because... But, but, but you get an interruption with a super chat from oh, okay, uh, Gus okay. saying Philly sucks. Philly sucks. Philly sucks. sucks. There it is. And Thanks, just, Gus. And right, right on cue, Ikran Flowers is in the chat just to see the Philly sucks. And all he can say is, I, I. Uh, Ikran Flowers <laughs> is, a, is a notorious uh, Eagles troll who comes into our chat all the Fuck time. Fuck them. Hey, but you're welcome, Ikran. Just make sure you keep chatting. We want those. Yeah, make uh, sure you like and subscribe. Yeah, like make sure you like and subscribe. subscribe. Okay. Come back every week. Make sure you come here. Yeah. For for that live show because if you're watching anywhere else you're just you're doing yourself a uh, uh, a non favor. He's a Philly fan, of course he's going to do himself a, a misfavor. Uh, I cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, Sorry, D- AJ. Dak Prescott last five games, uh, fifteen hundred and ninety seven yards, eight point five average, which I, which is what I really look at, um, just in terms of moving that ball. Sixteen touchdowns, one interception, and an impossible one twenty three point one QBR. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Buddy, yeah. What, 121 QBR? That is godlike. That 123. is 123.1. That is fucking mind-boggling. I love it. It's the okay. 16 touchdowns to one int. That, to that me. shoots it. Well, that shoots up the QBR, right? That Absolutely. Skyrockets absolutely, yeah. it. Uh, and don't forget the nearly 1,600 yards. That's 300 yards average, which we wish he would have got last week. But hey, that we're one. moving on. We're Jack, on to the Eagles. Jack, we just needed that one goddamn yard, you son one of a bitch. <laughs> Lawnware Lon, says you can discount the TDs if they're all one yard each and required the tush push. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting yeah. how many of his rushing touchdowns were tush pushes. I, I have, um, that is something that I'm, I'm trying to find a stat on is like if we remove tush push from uh yep Bryson yeah there's there yeah there's a stat on that I saw that the other day and it, it's not updated I don't think they ran the tush push that much or they, they didn't definitely didn't run for a touchdown the other day but um I think it was like if you take away Jalen's touchdowns on the tush push and just look at yards per carry on Dax rushing touchdowns to Jalen's that aren't the tush push their yards per, per carry is almost identical. So right, that's funny. I, I saw somebody come out with that stat. I'm like, okay, that's very interesting. Well, Lonware is saying 12, and I think that's what he had. That's 12 rushing touchdowns. Well, no, touchdowns. because he had, he had the yeah. rushing so touchdown that, versus the Bills, yeah, which yeah. was so a, a, a... Yeah. It's probably like eight. I would say there's eight eight tush-push touchdowns. That's fair. Easily. That's fair. But we, yeah, we can figure that out easily. I'm just not going to put too much time into it. Yeah. But, but look, well, this week I might just be uh, itching to know. So Fuck the tush-push. How about that? It, it, look, I'm not going to fuck the tush push. That's it's ridiculous. Le- <laughs> it's a legal play. Um, Roger Goodell hates it. But what do you guys he think? He didn't like it. Yeah, he's going to ban it. Yeah. It, it'll be banned this offseason. That's so dumb, though. I, I know. Don't like That's it. what I, I mean. Like we're, we're, we're in the consensus of if you want to be there, be, be, you got to beat it. Here, beat it if you want. I agree. It. I agree with y'all 100%. Like it's, it, it, and that's easy for us to say we don't play football yeah. at the highest yep. level, but still, uh, it, it is, you know, it, it's become the most, almost the most automatic play in sports, but, you know, it, it's, it can be a little hypocritical from people like, oh, I love the physical aspect of the game. Well, there's no more physical play than the Jalen Hurts running behind a future Hall of Famer, Jason Kelsey. I'm with y'all. Like, it's like, can you imagine just the momentum swing if somebody eventually stopped that one of these days, like a big oh, yeah. game, how much that would shift the tide? And plus, it's 
you know, how, how do you necessarily differentiate on, on the, like what, what specifically, cause they can find a different way to do the tush push that's oh, yeah. legal. And then you have to ban that. You get into really kind of slippery slope. You're so, in a gray area. You're in a very gray area where it's yes. like, well, this play works so well that you're bad. Anyways, yeah. that's, Look, we could talk an hour about that. The, and yeah. the, the first... uh, Look at us defending the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're allowed to do it. There's, it's totally legal. I just hate when someone has something that is within, um, you know, arguably a, a, a reasonable way to say that oh they're they're playing within the rules because I know there's arguments that saying oh well this break breaks rules well whatever I don't want to play that game I hate uh, making a rule to make that illegal unless it's something like that is like and uh, and at this point I don't think any national sports league has overlooked some a concept or overlooked something like I think they've kind of covered all mostly by this point in history they've covered all bases where someone was able to like find something in the rules and, and uh, what's the word? Not extort, but like bend, b- bend it or, or ba- basically find a, and it's like, okay, we need to plug that hole. Cause that's a pretty obvious miss that we did when we wrote the rules. I, I, I don't, this isn't that case. I don't think that's this yeah. case. This is, they, they figured it out. They have a, a specimen of a quarterback, yep. a very powerful offensive line. And they figured out a play that works ninety fucking eight percent of the time. But th- this is what I liked, and it might have been on the, it might have been in this game, this last game um, against the 49ers or a previous game. But regardless, it was the 49ers versus the Eagles. And what they did is like, fine, you get it, but we're gonna we're gonna fucking hit you, hurts. And I like that. Like, okay, go ahead and take the yard, but you're gonna get smacked. You're gonna we're gonna smack you. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you kind of counter that. Is well, like, fine. T- we know we'll concede the yard. Dive into that pile and just grab balls. Just Just dive into that pile and grab balls. (laughs) Just find a nut sack and grab it. Like that's all you have to do. Dive in there. They'll, 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 they'll shriek as much if they do that. Uh, I chat saying, uh, well, William in the chat saying, I like it. I think it's what got his knee injured in the first place. So come on, Jalen, keep running it. Hey man. So, but I mean, yeah. we, we talked about that, cool like that. Injuries, it, but yeah, like it, yeah, not sure. cool for injuries at all, but like you're going to run, you, something you, like you that. run, you run, you ruck it up with your quarterback. This is the thing with running yes. quarterbacks, Cam, Cam Newton, uh, Lamar Jackson, anyone, Michael Vick, any it's quarterback, inevitable. they're going to get hurt eventually. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Well, do you even think, um, Dak had a very tender year uh, or tender two years, I should say after that, uh, ankle injury, he's just getting back to being like. Yeah, scrambling and actually running. Like so. first year after, it was just, there was no dice of him running. But okay, let's let's break it down. Where do we want to go with with the Eagles versus Cowboys? Here? I got I, I got one. I let's and this is it. kind of one thing that it's fun to talk about because we can get discussion from each of us. I just want to go around the room, Bryson included. I know he's not in the room; he's in the digital room. I want to just go around and each of us have one key to victory for the Cowboys. What is the main thing that the Cowboys have to do? Or if they don't do, they lose. Like, it can be anything like that. They'll jump off some discussion. Bryson, I don't know if you have something. We kind of all talked about it earlier. I don't know if you can just jump something out or if you want us to go first. Do you want the bandwagon boys to be one? So if we go three keys to a victory, we're going to go four keys no, to the victory. No, because I like both of your guys's. Okay, so I we'll think we four do four keys. keys to the all victory. Right. I like that too. Yeah, so, well, the top of my head, like, something I was thinking about, and we were discussing earlier and before the show and during the show, like, with, again, we're bringing Brock Purdy back in the discussion, but, that's again, fine. Be, that's who Philadelphia yep. played, but, um, you know, these these quick passes and Debo's getting yards after the catch. I think if Dallas, I, I could see them running a lot of screen plays with CeeDee Lamb, maybe with some Tony Pollard uh, and Brandon Cooks to to get yards after the catch. Philadelphia is not a good tackling team, especially on the back end, uh, so if that's something you could expose and, and, and get yards after the catch, I think that's going to be key for them. Um, so you will see some shots, uh, but I, I could 
see a lot of screen plays. Like maybe playing it safe, sure, it may look that way. Um, but if they're able to, to to get blockers out in front, the offensive lines, I think according to Pro Football Focus, is like top five in the league. So you know, get those big athletes out there on the edge against an Eagles team that you know it's it's they struggled to tackle. They're bottom ten in the NFL and pass defense. So kind of expose that. I think will be the key to, to, to victory for Dallas, especially in the offensive end. Their defensive backs aren't good. But outside no, of Slay not. Jr., their their defensive backs are not good. They got exposed by San Fran just giving those little passes to Debo Samuel, and he just was off to the races. Yeah, you just got to beat one guy, and you have a chance. Hey. And I don't know if the Cowboys really tried to take advantage of that as much as they should have last game. I'm I'm not too worried about CD Lamb lining up against any of their DBs. No, not they, even not no. even Slay. You know he he he's gonna get his ten to fourteen targets. Uh, we hope that he catches 80-plus percent of those. Um, but the other thing is fine. Even Let's say even uh, CD has one of his 50-yard, one-touchdown games, right? Um, we've seen Cooks be able to step up. We've even seen Tolbert and Gallup, n- not necessarily in the same form that, that Cooks did, but just looking at Cooks himself – he can come in and have a big game if you're going to leave him open. So he's a really good number two. And if that happens to be the case, Dak is not necessarily afraid to say, fine, okay, take my boy out. He's still going to get yards, impactful yards, and uh, and uh, a TD, more, uh, TD for CD more than likely. But then Cooks will be open. And so, and the emergence of our young, handsome tight end, the new leader of the clone zone himself, uh, Fergie, Fergalicious. You got some attitude, man. Oh, I was going to say, the, the best, one of my favorite parts was his uh, Ferguson. One of my favorite parts of last week's game was Ferguson and how he would get a play and then he'd get right in their face. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, right in their faces. I want I want that attitude going into yep. uh, Eagles. You know, you see him, and I just, I never thought he was a six foot four, 250-pound military machine, but that's <laughs> what he is. Her, hurdle. Like, he is. He's a, like a universal soldier. Yeah, <laughs> he he's a he's a big boy, especially when you see him. Uh, that that point that he did. Oh, he's like over it. And the, guy, like, the guys, the the yeah. I forget what DB it is. His head's in his armpit because yeah, yeah. that's how small he is he's, compared to him. So he can. He's he beefy. Can, yeah, he can run with the best of them, and uh, that's something that I entirely did not uh, like think of when I was like. Uh, can, not sold can, on him yet. Not sold on him yet. But now, you know what? I'm completely sold. And I hope. So he, we're uh, thinking these short passes. Bryson's thinking these short passes, screen screen type game, slant type game. Get these short, quick slants. It looks like you're playing the short game, but you're hoping to break a pass. Yeah. So that's a great key to victory because we just For, watched. We just watched San Fran do it. Does Polar? Does Polar get more involved in Hell some yeah. of those? Fucking right. Well, yeah, I was does. about to say like they've really struggled to get the run game going, and if they can in this game, and even if it is in the short game, like that's that's kind of a key to victory as well. Is like. Your defense is maybe well, maybe struggling a little bit. Obviously, they built confidence after the end of the Seattle game. We talked about that. But you're, if you're able to keep Jalen Hurst, keep that Eagles D, uh, offense off the field, these long burnout drives uh, down the field and, and and wearing their defense down, that, that could be really a big asset in your favor. It may not be as high scoring a game as we think if that is the case. Mm. Um, but kind of playing ball control a little bit uh, in a different way, a little bit kind of like 2016, just obviously feeding the ball Zeke back in those days. But in this case, just spread the ball around. Whoever's open, you, know, you, you take what the defense gives you and play in front of the chains, make sure you're not in second, third, and longs, and uh, that, that could be really, really huge for Dallas if they're able to win this game. Get the ball off quickly. You know that that Eagles line's coming in hot. Just get rid of the ball. Yep. Sure. Get, it, get it into the hands of the receivers and then just let them 
Brandon Cook. So I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a really vanilla answer, and it's it's pretty much if you do this in any football game. Can you're... you give us a tapioca? <laughs> I'll give you a tapioca. It's a crack if you got them. Yeah, yeah not vanilla. We do. Team? Is that what you're gonna say? Pardon? Score more points than the other no, team? No, 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 no. But that's that's a great one too. <laughs> this is all okay. This is almost as as basic as that. Yep. You and the reason I'm picking this is because it had such a big impact in the last game they played. You have to win the turnover battle. You have to. Right. And the reason I bring this up is because there was three fumbles by the Eagles last time the Cowboys played them. Like, gift-wrapped fumbles, and the Cowboys didn't get a single one. If you one get, of them. One of them would have been the last yeah. two, minute of the game in their red zone. You're pretty much putting the game on ice. Yeah. So when opportunities arise, a pick right off your hands or a, fall, a ball falls right in front of you, you need to get that one turnover. There was no turnovers in the last game. That one turnover for either team cements a victory. So the turnover battle to me is the biggest part of this game, which a lot of things have to happen for us to get the turnover battle. But if we walk out with a turnover differential better than the Eagles, I would bet 98% we're winning. So that's, for me, is the biggest outcome of the game. Take the ball away. And that's what great teams do is they make you pay for your mistakes. That's what the Patriots did for two decades. And that's, you know, Dallas has, has shown ability to do that as well. So that's... I, I don't. I don't think that's basic at all. I think that's huge because there there weren't any turnovers in that game. So that's that's a great point. Uh, my point would be keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket. I think if we look at the San Francisco game, whenever any kind of play started to arise or rise up mm-hmm. or start to happen, it's when Jalen Hurts was scrambling and he starts to become a little bit more dangerous. He he allows uh, 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 Devonte and. Um, uh, AJ Brown to start making some moves and he's able to toss it down the field. Maybe Dallas Carter gets up, uh, up and open. But if we allow Jalen hurts to start to move and move those legs and scramble, that's going to be very dangerous for the Cowboys. So keep him in the pocket, contain him in that pocket, let him try to throw it and be a quarterback. And I think that's, that's going to be our, key I like the success. way you put it in the DMS better than how you just said it. Yeah. Make him be a quarterback instead of running back. There you go. Yeah. That's what, that's what I like. I like hearing that. Make him play quarterback, not running back. And you I know, could have said it very quickly and I apologize to everybody out there. <laughs> I was trying to sound like a fucking stupid analyst. Well, and the thing you didn't hey, we see, gotta, that, we got to eat up time. Okay. Eat so. up time. The thing you didn't see them do against San Francisco. You didn't see the tush push. You didn't see any of these third and ones, fourth and ones. Those just didn't happen. So keep them back. Keep them in yeah. those down and distance. Keep them third and seven. Keep them, you know, even third and long. Keep them out of that spot of just being able to pick up an easy four or five. Make well, them throw a ball to pick up a first down. Look, one thing Hurts is not afraid to do is throw the ball out of, out of bounds. He does that quite He's often. He's the, probably the best in the league. We yeah. watched him do that on the first two drives for the Eagles against San Fran. I think he threw the ball out of bounds I'm going to say four I'm going to say four times in the first yeah. two drives. And it's a good play. It's not a negative play. But if it's we smart. it's yeah. it's a smart play, but even get to you got to get to him. We got to get to him with with our front with our front four. I saw Nick Bosa talking about how when they were bringing their four, they weren't even necessarily trying to sack him. They were just trying to contain him. Well, don't yeah, let exactly. him don't let him outside this our 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 10-yard split that we have here. Yeah. Just don't let him get past anyone. Make him stay there, make him look downfield, and make him throw the ball. Do you think San Francisco has better secondaries than the Cowboys? Uh, secondary? I, I'd say it's probably on par. Especially since they lost Ufunga. That's, that's a I'd big say, loss. I'd say it's probably Do, do you on, keep a spy on Jalen, though? Do you keep a spy on him? I'd Marquez Bell could be a good spy. I think you got, contain him, yeah. you got to uh, you got to get in their heads. We did see 
that when the Eagles are facing adversity, they got frustrated, and some guys started to have a little bit of a conniption fit on the side of the Yeah, field. but they have a coach to stick up for them. Added security. Well, yeah, security fucking yeah. Dom, whatever my yeah, name what's is. He doing, what's he doing? The, the I don't know. Why was he not fined and told to get back to his fucking post and make sure fans don't run onto the field? I, w- like, I just wish, I wish I Greenlaw would have just got him with, uh, with a good one. It, it, well, do you know? Yeah, I don't think it was messed with Greenlaw. No, yeah, no, I would have no. loved. I would have loved to see just a clean one hit. Yeah, I don't. If he has the title for his uh, his job title, head of security, it's not just that. It's something like uh, assistant support to the general manager. I don't know what it, I don't know exactly. We're not looking it up, but I, I'm just yeah. saying. But it's it's like it's a weird. It's almost like. Is this your buddy that you're just giving a fucking job to? So Which respect, if that's the case, I do. <laughs> hey, look, I, I understand. I understand the element of having someone out there to like, but like, what are you doing? Like pulling is, people out of the game, no, pulling no, the other people out of the this game. This is a professional football sport. Anyways, I don't want to waste time yeah. on that guy because I have a point to make here. Or I have my point to yeah, make sorry, here. Yeah, sorry, AJ. Um, Fuck big dumb. This kind of go <laughs> goes in that in kind of everything we've been saying, but it's it's capitalizing on those short yardage drives. So whether it be a turnover, whether it be a three and out, and we get a nice punt return, points need to be scored when that opportunity arises. You can't go three and out after the defense makes a nice uh, stop, and and then the special teams, or if it's a takeaway, uh, we don't need the special teams. But in the case that the the punt is made. We've had some really good returns uh, up to the the fifty yard or into enemy territory, and those need to turn into points. So the the boys just need to score. We saw how close the the game came the last time we played the Eagles. Um, and every point counts. Every single point counts. Kicking a field goal. I know this is kind of going back to the old Belichick way where it's like hey just put points on the game uh, points on the board and eventually at the end of the game you've got 16 extra points well, that, that you should that almost had. bit us in the ass against the Seahawks there was multiple times the Cowboys could have kicked for 3 we went for it and we didn't convert yeah. we walked away with zero i would say at least twice so when at the end of the game when we were only up by 6 even if one of those times you just took the points when you could have yeah well now you're up two scores so i that's a great point take points when points are on the board i'm also that guy that's sitting there you fucking pussies, go for it. Don't you dare kick. No. Like, I'm that guy. Like, <laughs> I love sure. it. I, I'm that guy. I'm always like, go for it, go for it, go for yeah. it. But I also respect, I respect a coach that can be like, no, I'm going to take the three points because I expect us to be down here again. Or, uh, the, let's let's say the first 60% of the game is when it's like, just take the points. Yeah. Then reanalyze where we are. And now start pushing. Now, if we, if you happen to be in that awkward zone where it's like, ah, this kick could be a punt, and we're third and or fourth and three, okay, Go for it. You know, take your take your uh, shirt off and let's fucking see what you got. But uh, so I got a question to go off of that for for you, Alex. At what point? Just, just for Alex? Well, for, for anyone. Okay. Just but well, it was Alex's point, so I just got a question for him. So like. What, at what point on fourth down are you now saying, well, the gamble's worth it? Like fourth and inches, fourth and one, fourth and two. In those situations, on a fourth and inches, say on the 25, are you still taking three or are you going to try to pick up three inches? Oh, man. It's, it's tricky, right? A lot of it comes down to momentum. If we're if you're within inches, I I mean, you got to trust what that you're you an can, NFL football team. You got to trust pick you up can inches. get that. You got to trust you can get that. If we're talking fourth and three, I still feel comfortable. I think it's an automatic kick. 
you think it's an automatic kick? Fourth and three, I you got it. Yeah, in the first half, I'm going against what I'm what I'm in the first. I'm saying in the first. <laughs> I'm saying in the first half, like fourth and three. That's kind of I'm I'm thinking fourth and one is where anything more than fourth and one is where I start going. Yeah, well, there, your odds drop down quite a bit. The, the factors are this: distance to that fourth down, where the ball is placed, and the momentum on that drive that you've been having. Right. Bryson, Bryson, what do you think? No, it's all about the flow of the game. And obviously you guys mentioned this situation. Like if it's, I don't think any of us anticipate like a low scoring game, but if it is like, you kind of got to take the points where you can get them. Uh, kind of like my Steelers, the Patriots, just take the points where you can, you can get it. Cause they're, they're few and far between games like that, but two higher powered offenses like Dallas and Philadelphia. I, I think AJ, you bring up a phenomenal point that, and I've always believed this. Like when, if you're in the kind of that in between where it's, kick a, a 57, 58-yard field goal or get three yards, I think you got a much better chance given how successful the offense has been at getting the three yards. And so uh, it's all about the flow of the game. Let me ask you all not to get off topic, but what do you think has been sort of the key to the, as great as this offense has been, they they can't just they just can't seem to kind of punch it in the red zone consistently. Uh, do you think it's a run game problem? Like what's anybody can take that, but what, what do you think is the, the, the dilemma there? I don't think it's off. Uh, I don't think it's off the mark. I think that's definitely a, a thing that we want to hear and we want to talk about right now because that's. I think that's going to be the keys to this late uh, season and playoff uh, successes. Playoffs. is punching it through the Playoffs. punching it through that red zone. It's weird. It, it's it's something that I don't know any of us uh, without seeing crazy analytics about it that we really understand because we're moving the ball super easy between the twenties. Like the, but even on that first drive against the Seahawks, they moved the ball from the twenty-five to the the three or four, whatever the fuck it was, easily. And then it's like we get into the red zone and we start getting giving up sacks. And I I really don't know exactly what it is yet. Rico uh, Dowdle is what it is. Rico Dowdle, yeah. What do you, what, we, what do you like mean we, by that? We should be playing Rico Dowdle more in the in in the uh, red zone. He's been good on those screen passes. Well, I do. Maybe that's an issue. We get a little too cute with some calls. I I, I don't. We kind of got better in the stretch on it, but the Seattle game, there was times where it was like, okay, these we're cooking right now, and then we get to the into the red zone and just the drive just stalls, right? And teams that make the Super Bowl are teams that are killers in the red zone. So I, I, I myself, I don't really know what the answer is. I just hope they figure it out in the next five, five games, four games, five games. I think, I think you made a good, good point. It's, it's the play calling and the cuteness when you get into that, that zone. Although we. Personally, I do think that I'm seeing a little bit more of an exciting offense and, and more movement and more um, making the defense have a little bit more guessing out there. Um, like in terms of like, oh, what are they what are they going to do? And, and then Dak actually being able to read the defense a little bit better. So um, I would just like to see more. Damn, I don't even know what to say. Like, I know that just say it. I know the, the rushing's a concern, but in terms of like, oh, well. You know, maybe we are not. Maybe TP is not the guy to to push yeah. in, push in on those close yardages. But he has he's got skills uh, to catch the ball too. So like, I would like to see like Michael to see Gallup. I'd like to see Michael Gallup get some chances in the red zone. You yeah. just don't see it one on one with Michael Gallup. Well, that for, used to be the go ahead. That used to be like go. Michael Gallup's one on one in the end zone. Just throw it fucking ten feet high, and he's going to go up and get it, which yeah. we haven't seen. But it has been a little concerning. I feel like it's gotten a bit better. Since we since we've been cooking like the last since pretty much the the San Fran game it at least just not become a issue not yeah. as bad as it yeah. was like the first yeah. four or five games it's still a problem sure but 
we it's like you're on the 25 and you're like just score on the 25. Yeah, yeah, please don't go <laughs> please don't go to the red zone. And there has been a lot of touchdowns. Uh, I'll say this, there has been a lot of touchdowns that have actually come between the 20 and the 25, I which are just, just, out just outside of the red zone. Of the red yeah. zone. Uh William in the chat says I like to see Hunter and Rico run a couple in on the goal line. Some Lepke action, yeah, not Cody, not a bad call. Cody Hoover says road, red zone play calling has slowly gotten better. Unwilling to call multiple runs in a row has kept us from knowing if the run game is the issue or not. I agree with that too. You'll they'll do the one, yeah. it'll get it'll get stuffed oh, and they'll abandon it. Just on that, that reminded me. I think it, it, it really it's it's the play calling now. I I am going to 100% admit that I am a uh, coach's suggestion Madden. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the best way to go. Okay. It's the best way so, Madden to go. On my, on yeah. offense <laughs> on offense for me. On defense, offense. I like to call my own defense, but on offense in Madden just I just yeah. go coach selection because I end up always just if I go myself I just pick the same five plays over and over. You pick shotgun, sh- shotgun, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tripped right. It's all Four I verticals, pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Four but verticals. It, the the point being here is it just the wrong order of flow of plays that there may be calling in the end zone and and often we're like man you should have done that first and then you could yeah. have done like so yep. is that maybe the the issue where it's incomplete like, pass, draw play, and then maybe just switch those. Yes, yeah, sw- <laughs> maybe exactly. go to draw play first, or because if you're run it first, if you're setting up to kind of always leading to like, well, potentially we might go on fourth down if A, B, and C happen. Okay, well then let's run the plays for that. So it's like get your yards first that we know is not going to be a first down. Then try the play that stops the clock, and then try the play for the touchdown, and then. You reassess: Are we kicking or are we are we going to go for it? Well, I'll ask and you I guys. I'll ask the, you guys. Yes, is it? Do you think the red zone thing's a problem though? It d- certainly. Our, Fourteen weeks in, yeah. Our, 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 <laughs> but our, I, 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 right now, I, I don't feel like it is a problem to me. I, the amount of the amount we've been putting yeah. up, the amount of points yeah. we've been putting up, it's I don't hard. know. It's hard. Sure, to, it's <laughs> like you get there sometimes. You're like, fuck. They should have scored here. They shouldn't have had three points. But like, man, we put forty one up on Seattle. Like. The offense is one of the top-ranked scoring offenses in the NFL. Sure, are they leaving some points on the board? Yeah, but without that same offense, you're not even getting a chance to kick a field goal, right? So I don't know. As long as they know they're going to be back in there and get it the second time, I I, I still don't know if it's, to me, a pressing issue. Like, yeah, sure, they're not – their rate of uh, touchdowns in the red zone isn't as great as we want it to be. But again, I think they have the abilities to score from the forty, to score from the thirty, yep. to score from the twenty-five, and sometimes they just stall out. Just to wrap hey, up, the re- sorry, go ahead, Bryce. No, go ahead. no you go no, ahead. No, that, you're that, the that, guest. That. You're allowed to cut off the host. It's fine. You go <laughs> for course, it. Of course, I'll do it every time. But uh, no, that's one area though where they miss Zeke because Zeke was really, really oh, yeah. good. He was darn near automatic on the goal line. Uh, I, I would actually love to see New England if they just go ahead and throw the season of a tank, let Zeke go, and he signs back in Dallas as kind of like their short yardage power back. Uh, that would be a heck of a reunion, and you know, give him an opportunity to, to, to reunite with his buddy Dak. So, uh, but that 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 was an area where Zeke was was really, really valuable to them. Twenty-two Even touchdowns he, in two years. Yeah, yeah. even as he lost some of his explosiveness, he was very valuable there on the goal line or in short yardage situations. Some rapid-fire uh, comments before we move on to uh, some more uh, Eagles-Cowboys. Jeremy Nello says, refs are hurting us in the red zone. We got a couple TDs called back because of a flag. Alex559 uh, says, nope, throw to CD or Ferg in the red zone, a must. Mm-hmm. Llama Gamer says, I also feel like that if Dak and Ferguson get better and are better our red zone offense will be better so the chemistry between uh Dak and uh Free which is is starting to evolve and he and then falls up with kind of like Romo and Witten they had a great connection in the red zone uh Rich P says red zone not a problem anymore 
Gus says, that's what I thought they brought Martavius Bryan in for, for the red zone. Yeah, we haven't seen or heard anything yeah, but about no one expe- Did yeah. anyone expect him? I did. I, I'm, the I'm guy that, that hadn't guy. played since 2018, <laughs> I, I just... I totally forgot about him until Gus just brought him up right yeah. now. That I was just, a weird sign. It was a weird uh, signing. I just never expected Bryant to even take a snap. And then uh, Lonware says, no, Mike is just stubborn, but he's learning. We saw last game, he's finally realizing the defense needs to be peppered before Pollard gets the ball. He'll choose the wrong hole every time. I don't like that. You don't like that. I like Tony. Look, I know Tony Pollard has had his his. Uh, he's in terms of a a lot of people's perspective comes from fantasy. <laughs> so in terms of his fantasy production, it people have been a little bit underwhelmed. I mean, his last three games have been great in fantasy. I, no, I know. Well, just league. If you look at the league, but yeah, that my point being, like, I'm not disappointed with how Tony Pollard's been playing myself. Either. I'm, I have I, between him and Dowdle, they're they're doing what they need. Yeah. To you do. know what I loved about the sounds of the sideline this past week when the Seattle game, like, uh, so there is tw- again, boy, <laughs> there is again. TP twenty gets a couple of like good plays, and then he's sitting there. He's like, no, no, give Rico, give Rico a shot, give Rico a shot. He's like, there's no like, give me the ball every like. Th- that's how him and Zeke were. No ego. Yep. Yeah. He had he had one. Him and Zeke are best buddies. He. Tony Pollard was brought up by one of the best running backs to ever wear the star, man. And now he's the same way. It's he knows it's a, a, a it takes more than one dominant runner on a team to to cook. And yeah. and it, I love to see Dowdle. I love to see TP twenty. And I love what TP twenty's doing because he's this year he's taking those hard. He's never had to do that. He's never had to on first down at the start of the game, be the guy that's running head first into the defense yeah. over and over and over. And he's doing it and he's been durable and, and he's at a, he's over four yards of carry. That's yeah. all I care about yeah. for my running back. Yeah, you, and you said that in, uh, you said that deep into the off season and the Sahara desert of Cowboys content. You said that all you want Pollard to do is get above four. Well, AJ and I have always preached that if you get four yards of carry, you that's, run three times, you get a first down. Yep. Just keep doing that. Give, give so, me four yards of carry. I mean, five would be juicy, but of course, yeah. we'll, 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 just don't hold Tyler Smith. Just don't hold. Yeah, just yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, fuck T Smith. Come on, boy. Um, the other kind of matchup here that we had on the docket is Micah Parsons versus uh, Hassan Reddick. Now, obviously, they're not going up against each other, but they are playing in similar positions. And we got Hassan Reddick, I believe, with nine sacks on the season. Basically, the most. Uh, Dangerous player in terms of bringing uh, Dak down in the backfield. Uh, who who do you feel is going to win this battle? <laughs> Let me just say this: I wish Micah Parsons was playing against Terrence Steele. <laughs> I just wish I just wish we had Micah Parsons going to, up against Terrence Steele. I don't even know if Reddick is as he's scary. He's a great NFL player. He's amazing. But last he's not on the same tier. But the last time playing against the Cowboys, going against Terrence Steele, that helped tremendously. Like there was times that he was just abusing Terrence Steele. Steele's, and in Steele's defense, he's rebounded since that game. I just hope they give Steele a little bit of help. on. I don't put him out by himself and expect him to go out wide and get and get Reddick because Reddick just absolutely abused him. Mauled him. Well, he's on the same side, too, as uh, Martin. Yeah. You know, who, who? Well, and that's what I mean. So, like... If you have Martin beside you, obviously you can you have a little bit of space that you can kind of give up in yeah. the center, but you can't jump out like he was doing. Like he was jumping out so wide, and then Reddick was just doing one cut in and had five yeah. yards in between Steele and, and Martin. 
Yeah. Right, and that's, that's what I mean. Toughest, that's the toughest part to break pressure from as a quarterback is inside. Like exactly, that's, if it's come around the edge, you can roll to your left, like depending on what you know where where they're coming from. But um, oh, here's the only thing, and, and I'm not I'm not big on you know like blaming officials. All oh, the officials, the reason we lost. But you know, what, if Parsons was going against Terrence Steele, would Micah get the holding calls? That's that like that's you know. That's right. The question. He, but, he wouldn't need uh, holding calls. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. You know, that's true. Uh, I'll say this. Surely to goodness they bring Parsons around the left side, right? Because I, I saw what Lane Johnson did. To, that's one of the few bright spots oh. for Philly. I thought Lane Johnson completely won his match against Nick Bosa. I thought he was phenomenal. Yeah, because he's fucking jumping game. offside yeah, every did. fucking play. I watched some highlights on him, that's man. That's true. That's he, a good point. He's false, he's false, start, he's false starting. He is. At le- I would say, like, very noticeably when it slowed down. He's moving that right, bef- leg. that right leg's jumping. I would have said at least f- like easily four times, easily four times. It might have even been more where the ball is still not moved and his right legs kicked out already. Yeah. And I don't know how, I don't know how that's missed. You got to play to the yeah. whistle and he's obviously found a way he's to, to kind of hide that enough. He's downloaded, from- he's downloaded hacks. And and look, <laughs> I I will always appreciate that in players who find a way to, like uh, play against the refs. If you can, great, if great you can systems. find a loophole and use it to your advantage, it. use it yep. all day, all day, man. All day. Lawnware says, "Be careful what you say. He could be just as good as Collins was. Let's go, Steel. Keep fighting." That's oh, I love Steel. And don't get me wrong, Steel. Last year I had a great year. He's yep. coming off an injury. Steel last year I was on a Pro Bowl route. Possibly even like Steel was playing unreal in 2022 well, before his injury. Now is the time for Steel to turn it on. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, he, and he has yeah. since that Eagles game. He's he, yep. he hasn't had any of those moments yep. when you're like, oh my god, that was hard to watch. <laughs> so let's just hope he keeps doing that. Wobble Gamer says Lane Johnson is hacking mods. Ban him. <laughs> <laughs> hacker, 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 hacks. We need mo- we we need it's a mod. We need a mod in the game to to call that. Well, it can't be the refs. The te- refs are, technically, I think what is there seven or eight or nine refs on the field? They're all mods, and they're, they're all, all fucking mods. mods. The one thing I'll say uh, between the Reddick and the Micah Parsons debate: rarely do you see Terrence Steele and even a chip block on Reddick, where Micah Parsons sometimes has three dudes blocking him. Oh yeah, yeah. right. So this goes over yeah. to D Law. This goes over to uh, Armstrong Fowler Jr. Sam Osa. Williams, Osa. Uh, Gallimore, if Mike is getting three dudes on him, one of you guys has to make Jalen Hurts go down. You have to. But the com- the the comfortable thing in that statement is we've seen that those boys can. They can, yeah. You know, so it's not like a, a wishful thinking or something that we've been seeing and being like, oh, you're not you're not doing it. Like they will come to play, and I'm comfortable with those guys being able to to uh, capitalize on that if it happens. Our front four can do damage. They just yeah. if Mike is getting double teamed or the times he's triple teamed. Someone's got to step up. Sounds like, a and you got to bring Mike Mike up the middle. He's he's lethal when, when, whenever they bring him up on, on on a blitz. Like obviously they got Jason Kelsey there, but that's that's a potential thing they could, they could expose if they want to contain Hurts. It's funny that you say that because it's it goes against everything you think of uh, undersized defensive end going up the middle to be the most efficient. But he is his qu- his step off of the line against the guards and centers. They just can't block them. The it's, it's something they've never seen. Like a lot of a lot of guards and centers, they don't deal with the quickness off of, of a D end, right? So there's a lot of times where Micah's sacks have came where he's lined up over a guard or he's lined up over a center. And it's just such a weird aspect of a of Micah's game where you've never really seen that in the NFL where you'll take a 250-pound uh hybrid player and line him up in the uh, over a guard for it to be an advantage. It's just mm-hmm. it's it's pretty crazy. He's a matchup nightmare. Um, should we do some score and bolts? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. 
Score and bold prediction. Score bolds, and then uh, they're wearing color rush jerseys. So are we? What color you're oh, wearing? Oh your, well, let's talk jerseys right now, quick. Okay, then. so are you? I only have the one color rush jersey, so I'm I'm rocking my T Smith. You could you Tyler could Smith. you could rock D Law if you want. What size is D Law? Uh, it'll fit you. It's an XL. It's it's a big X. It's oh, a big I would XL. Love to rock the. Okay, you rock D Law. I'm gonna rock the DL. I'm gonna go. I am gonna go. Uh, Eighty-eight. <sighs> then. Oh and. Alex has two color rushes, doesn't he? Yeah, but I'm going to go. One's Donald- is a digs, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I got to go Donald Dub because okay. uh, he needs a yeah, little he support. he needs that love. He needs some love. We're he's, going full color rush. He's been having, and I'm going to, I'll be the first to admit, it's been an unimpressive season for Donald Dub for what we expected out of him. Get- it takes one play it for t- that it, to yep. change. It yep. takes that one color rush uh, bandwagon boy you jersey gotta, wearing You got to embody his spirit and, and just will him to make that play, he'll, my he'll friend. He'll feel it. He'll feel it. He'll feel Ooh, it. I get to rock the D-Law? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right up there. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay, so who wants to take the first bold prediction? We get, could Guess we, first. Yeah, guess, guess first. first. As, long as, as long as Bryson's up right. for it, unless you want to hear us bumble our way through ours. So, uh, no, nah, listen, nah. it's y'all show. Y'all go first. So Okay. Okay. So, so okay. Sc- all right. We'll go through scores, and then we'll do bolds after. Scores, scores he's Rever- first? We'll go scores, then we reverse order for bold. Okay. So who's starting? Let's go. I'll go first. Uh, I'll go first. 42-21, okay. Cowboys. Wow. Jesus. Ooh. Wow. Wow, Jesus! Six touchdowns. There ain't, no, there, ain't, there ain't no Jesus when Dak Prescott. Merry Christmas! Is that that's a crazy. So you're, you're saying no field goals? You're just going straight up six touchdowns versus your three touchdowns? Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Juicy. juicy dumb, J- dumb, juicy but J. juicy. Hey, <laughs> dumb and juicy, baby. That's what I like, baby. Since I'm BW two, I'll go next, and I'm going. I'm going thirty-five twenty-eight. Ooh, I like that. So again, you guys are going no field goals, which I don't hate. I don't I, hate, but I just feel I just feel like I feel like we're we're, we're like coming that. to the gun show today. Five 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 to four. So if you were putting it into hockey terms, yeah, ads winning four. six three, you're winning five four. Yeah. Uh, okay, I gotta I gotta throw a little bit. I gotta give our guy auto, uh, automatic Aubrey. Aubrey a couple points here. Automatic Aubrey. I gotta give Aubrey a few points. Last time it was what 28 23? 28 23, yeah. 28 fuck, which that's actually a low scoring game for what you expect from these teams. The over under on, on this game is 51 and a half. Whew, which makes sense for the last game. Yeah. I'm going to go uh whew, deepers. Cowboys offense is going to put it together and their defense is also going to bring the weight this time. I like adds three touchdowns from the Eagles, but I'm going to add a field goal. Eagles are going to have 24 points. Cowboys are going to... I'm just going to piggyback off both your guys' scores. 35, 24? 30, 38, 38, 24. Okay. I'm just giving a field goal. Okay. I'm taking fair. both your scores, mixing it a bit, and then giving a field goal for yeah. each team. That's fair. I, I I do like adding the kicks. I didn't think of it. It's a smart play. Uh, just somewhere. But, there's but a good I'm, chance. But you know what? We lock in and we don't hope for I, much. I, I like your score because 35, 28 is probably what's going to be... It's going to be... Very close to that score, I feel, and it's going to say 24? Cowboys just squeak out a win. Yeah. Squeak out a <laughs> yeah, win. Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys barely beat the Eagles. That's Bryson, what, what do you got? Before you give yours, I got to get one of these. Crack them if you got them. Do we Crack lose them? Got them? There you go. I got 34-28, and I'll hold off my bold prediction because that uh, 34-28 Cowboys, obviously, I'm going to hold Thank off you. my bold prediction because uh, it plays into that. But I'll, Okay, I'll okay. That. Well, what we do, though, is we do the reverse go around. So now, actually, you're, okay. leading, you're leading out the boldies. Well, I, I can I can give a couple chat scores no, real that, quick. Yeah, okay, give like okay, three. So, so Gus says 23-20 Cowboys. I like that. Llama okay, Gamer yeah, okay. says 31-28 Brandon Aubrey game winner. Ooh, Ooh. which we haven't seen yet. We For how seen. good Aubrey's been, yeah. hasn't been sent out there to win a game. 
Lawnwear says sixty-one-seven Cowboys with an LOL. <laughs> Fuck that. And then if you scroll up through, there's a, a lot of other score predictions throughout the entire. Well, anyone that's putting their score predictions in, make sure you put them in game day because if you get the score prediction, we will send you some can fan swag. And boom, right. we we got a super chat by Arnie Diaz, a first time sup, sup, sup. listener, first time super chat. Says Demarcus Lawrence had some incredible stops on fourth down last game. He did five dollars super chat. Appreciate Arnie, it, man. Thank you for showing up and thank you for that super chat. Make sure you tune in on Sunday. When and we I are will be rocking that D-Law jersey, Fuck my yeah. friend. Yeah, dog. Okay, yeah. Bryson, lead out. You're, lead out. you're leading out because you went last on the score predictions. What is your bold prediction for the game? And it better be bold, my friend. Oh, it's always bold. I'm going 400 yards passing for Rain Dakota Prescott. Yes. Three through the air, one on the ground on a quarterback sneak Philly uh, brotherly shove style, and Dak leads him to a – it's going to be like the Seattle game a little bit. Leads him to a touchdown to put them up six, and uh, – and they, they, or yeah, put them up six, and then – um. Micah Parsons get the sack on Jalen Hurts to end the game. Strip sack. Oh, I love it. That is that is a I like that. Epic so f- ending. So four hundred yards, three touchdowns, passing, one rushed, and then yes, to lead the game, and then Micah to come out with the game winning tackle to win the game. I mean, look, heard love first. that. The 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 uh, Dakota Rain stats themselves, I felt was was a, a nice bold prediction, but attacking on the Micah sack to the end cherry, the game, I like that's the cherry. A cherry on top. That's a cherry on top right, right there. So then Is Bryce, bold? that's bold. Hey man, and I appreciate that. We don't want someone coming up and being like uh, CD Lamb, one hundred and fifteen yards and a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> we, don't like, we want we want bold man. Swing for the fences. Yeah, you got to right. swing for the fences because if you hit it. It makes you feel like the champ. Okay, so Bryson went Dak Prescott. I like that. I like that t- Bryson went Dak Prescott. I'm going to stick with my guy, C.D. Lamb, because I kind of just mentioned him a little bit. C.D.'s going off. I'm going 15 catches plus, so at least 15 catches. Dang. He's breaking his record for most ca- uh, receiving yards. He's going to have 205 yards and two touchdowns. Ooh, man. That's like prime Jason Witten numbers. That's my guy right there. CD's doing it. 15-plus catches, 205-plus yards, and two-plus touchdowns. Let's go. I like what you guys are putting out there. That goes right in with Bryson's Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I need, we, he needs CD to show up for sure. I like that Bryson and I could both hit our bold boldies on that. That's what we do. And you know what? This one kind of can, can – all of these can happen because I'm going to add a, another layer here. I believe that we're, we're just a giant onion. I believe that we're going to see Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks and Ferguson each get, I want to say 85 yards, but that's not bold. That's enough. not bold. <laughs> we're going 100 yards each, 100 yards each, and two and a touchdown each for the pair. Cooks. So you're saying I should play Ferguson Cooks on fantasy? I think that Cooks is going to find room on the field. I think I'm going a little bold, but this is what we do here. We do bold predictions. Cooks has been a low key, very good start in fantasy football the last five weeks. He's been on my be- so, okay, so, so he's been on my bench the la- every single week. He's been 15 points almost every time. So I'm st- keeping him on the bench. Yeah, you have to. Even though this week I, I, it is for first place and I could win a lot of money. I thought that was so last that's, week. That, that's three. That's three picks right there. So they all kind of line. So Dax touchdowns go to Cooks. Ferguson Lamb and Lamb goes crazy, so we, we we may we may need Adam to take the defensive side. Let's see what he's got. Yeah, Adam, you need because if you go defense, I mean you could go offense, but if you went defense sure. or special teams, all four of us could hit our boldies. Well, I'm I'm going I am going defense. Okay, and this is what the this is what my bold prediction is going to be. Deron Bland two interceptions and one of them will be for a pick six. He's having, a boun- he's having a bounce back game, and he I could say he's going to shut down. Uh, he's going to shut down the. Uh, not bold enough. Not bold. Not bold enough. Oh, I thought they were saying if you just said him shutting someone down. 
No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying. And then add on that he's gonna have X amount of so two ints, one pick six. That's two ints, one pick six. That's that's saucy. He's gonna I mean, have a I've, I've, I've heard I've heard bolder stuff. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. You have heard I'm, bolder. I'm kidding because the, the reason that's so bold is that resets the record. That yeah. resets the record. If he scores another yeah. pick six, boom! Now it's six it's pick sixes. At this point, yeah, I like that. That is bold. Okay, so some chat bold it's bound pre- to happen. I believe <laughs> some uh, some chat bold predictions. Uh, my bold uh, from this is from Lama Cameron. My bold is that Trevon Diggs is going to come out of nowhere and get a pick six. RK, RKO <laughs> RKO Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Uh, Lawn says Turpin will have a surprising seventy six yards with one return. Okay. Bot G Eric, our boy boots on the ground says. And go ahead, hit it. We haven't hit it all day. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Boots on the ground. My boldy is Micah shows up big. Three sacks game for him. Also, uh, Good Eric Goddard comes out Goddard. off an injury, shows Russ. So, Curse gets a pick six. Oh. Ooh. Micah with. Curse had a little bit of a down year, so that'd be really good for him. Yeah. yeah so, so, Curse with yeah. the pick six and Micah with three sacks game. I think Curse with a pick six might be the boldest take of the, for a while. Yeah. I like that. He had a pick against Philly last year, didn't he? I think he, he, did. Did. he did. He did. And guess what? He's getting a yeah. pick six this time. I don't uh, know if he's fat. If he gets a pick six, it has to be on like the five <laughs> yard line because I, I don't think he has the wheels to go much it's once further. once they punch them in deep. Uh, and Sirianni will not punt it, so he's going to go for it on fourth. A and bold four. prediction: Nick Sirianni won't cry on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's bold. That's, that's really bold. bold. Uh, Alex fifty-five uh, nine says score prediction thirty-seven twenty-eight Cowboys. Bold prediction: Mister Bland, not so Bland. Pick six. Bland's redemption game. So very close into what I was. Everyone wants to see it. Everyone. Everyone, wants to see everyone it. loves it. Uh, they need me for the third time of the year screaming record. <laughs> record. Uh, Bot G Eric says Cowboys 45-17. Oh, wow. That's, that's his uh, score kicking. prediction. Bot G's in the house. Blah, blah. Uh, Gus also says Jalen Hurts, two interceptions and a fumble. That's his bold prediction. Ooh, wow. I'd okay. like, I like Hey, that's not a bold prediction. That's going to happen, kid. I like that. That's going to happen. Okay, give us one last one. Uh, Daryl Painter says Donovan Wilson bounces back with some splashes. Okay. Okay. Um, like peeing and splashing oh, on himself. And Alex five five nine says we want the shirt off. So I may I don't know if that's to. to oh you. yeah, shirts coming off. Oh yeah. Nice. If they win, you off. know shirts off. You if know they, shirts off. If they lose, a shirt's coming off. Shirt's yeah, coming shirts off. coming off either way. Yeah. Shirts, shirts coming off. Tarps way. off, baby. Tarps that's off, how we yeah. say it. You let, I'll show nipple. Free the nipple. Free the nipple. So what we need to do now is get to the bandwagon boy. Odds and bats. Okay, so Bryson, what we do every week is the bandwagon boys. I gave the bandwagon boys some fictional money at the start of the year, and they made a side bet that whoever whoever had the most fictional can fan buckaroos with their fake money, the loser had to buy the other one a bottle of premium alcohol. So I'm going to give which we will both devour. Mm-hmm. Which so they both uh, will drink it, you know, so it's a win-win. It's a win-win, but so it's a win-win. So what? So what I do is I usually get the odds up. These guys make their bets. They tell me their wager, and I let them know how much fictional money they would win so or lose. I'll bring everyone up to speed here because it actually has been since week nine that we've done this because we've been away watching. Oh yeah, games, interesting. And then, and then I was I was uh, away uh, away without leave. Um, how come we're not going to put that one up on the screen? Well, because it's. Just not set up for this. Oh. Uh, yeah, you dummy. Start, I have the wrong hey. stat. I hey. have the wrong things. Way but day. what we have here is Adam actually had a nice comeback. He was down to 500 can fan bucks roughly, and he's pushed his way back up. He's now got 2,025 can fan bucks. However, still behind ya boy with 2,665 can fan bucks. And I've been playing that slow roll. What did you guys start off with? 1,000? 
Yeah, a thousand. So so now we're rolling into week fourteen with the spread against the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly's uh, got a plus. Uh, three point five spread. So Cowboys are favorited right now. Cowboys are favorited. Money line. Phillies up plus one five two. We don't actually ever really do money line. Money we, line. The only way you'll ever do money line because the Cowboys have been favorited for the last however many weeks. Money line doesn't make sense because you're always you're gonna you're not gonna win as much as if you just bet the spread. It doesn't make sense, especially also with the spread because the spread's nice and close. So you might as well go for that. I think over money line, the returns a little better. If I'm if I'm correct. But the money, we'll yeah. Okay. And over-under is 51.1. So, all that being being said, Bryson, do you have any... I don't know if you're a betting man. Um, is it even legal for him to bet in the States? I, I, I can't bet. Yeah, I can't. But actually, it's funny you said that. I actually have a segment on my show called If I Were a Betting Man. If so you were a betting man. It kind of works in conjunction. Okay, so... It, well, we, from that... Perfect, yeah. I like that. Do, do you have any, any bets for this game that you would... Uh, go into. Yeah, this give, is going to help us make our decision. Give your here. pitch to the bandwagon boys. They're always looking for some advice because we bumble our way through this. Uh, sell them on what you would you would bet on. And it could also go off book. This is what we bring up here, but if you have like some sort of uh, parlay in mind or something, I mean, spit that to the people because, uh, you know, everyone's always listening. I don't have a parlay in mind, but listen, I'm here to win people money. I'm here to win y'all some money, so I'm trying to help y'all out. Uh, I, I think take the over uh, on the, on this one, 51 and a half. Listen, both Dallas and Philly have been explosive offenses. Uh, listen, both defenses had a, a rough game last week, Philly giving up 42 and, and Dallas giving up 35. I think it was to Seattle. So uh, t- tough game defensively for mm. those teams. And obviously Dallas has got the rest advantage. Philly doesn't. Uh, certainly I think Dallas will, 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 will cover their side of the thing uh, or their side of uh, uh, the sped in Philadelphia. will certainly make it, make it interesting in that regard. Uh, I have serious questions about Philly's secondary. Again, I mentioned bottom 10 in the NFL in terms of a against the pass. Uh, Rain Dakota Prescott will do his thing. CeeDee Lamb will do his thing. Uh, but I think you'll still see some explosive plays through the air for, for Philadelphia. And uh, so I I would probably take Dallas minus three and a half, but I, that's not as much of a sure thing as, as as some might think. If it were Dallas minus three, I would like that a lot the better. The three and a half um, is the scary yeah. part. The three and a half yeah, is the scary it is. part. It is. It is. But I, I think the over-under, I would take. I would absolutely take the over, not think twice about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go. Okay, go. I'm ready. Okay, I was ready too. Are you, do you want to go? No. You, uh, okay, I'll go. Okay, do you I'll go. go. Paper rock scissors. On who's gonna go first? Yeah. Or what? Real quick. Okay. One time. Are you guys allowed to make the same bets? Okay. I I, yes. I beat them. Okay. Yes. We okay. Are. Dallas on the over though. for a thousand bucks. Oh. Jesus, Adam. A thousand can fan bucks, baby. Because I can't. <sighs> what's, what's that pay and? The over scares me, man. So it pays out nine hundred and nine. Okay. Return. That's your net. That's ne- fine. Sorry, not net. That's your that's your take home nine oh nine. Now, damn. now my only nervous is that if his whatever he, if he goes conservative, and he gets, what was what was your score? What was that score prediction? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's over. It's over. What yeah. was it? Forty uh, two to twenty one. Oh, yeah, okay. We, I think so, we yeah, all okay. we all so, caught over. I just it. always like to see that. Okay, yeah, so I know. At least sometimes go- we do that. So at least <laughs> you're going with your score prediction. I have to do over as well, but Adam went real big. Well, if uh, that's that's the thing. If you match them with the, I'm just gonna match them. You have I was, to. I was actually, I was actually gonna parlay it, but I didn't think we we can't. We can't. Par, we, we can't. can't. Do that we each had anymore, one parlay. So. We're, we're, which the three we're not big, allowed to do. the three big ones that we pick. You can't parlay. You could parlay it with like a CD Lamb 100 yard touchdown nah. game or something like that. See, see Bryce, hey, Bryce, nah. and what I'm doing right now is I'm playing to win. So either me and Adam go up the same or we go down the you same. You have to. You have, lock it. You, yeah. you have to match him. I so now if Ad him. wasn't a pussy. Ad would throw another $500 down on the spread because you're never going to beat Alex like, betting like a bitch. But I can't do that, though, can I? Why not? No, I, 
Yeah, well, you can make a talk about swinging for the fences. You can no, make that, a but, separate bet. You can oh, bet another five hundred dollars on. The, but I thought you said we weren't allowed. It's to do not that. a parlay. It's okay. a separate bet. Parlays, separate bet. Five hundred dollars on the spread. <laughs> it's gonna, so good. I'm, I'm gonna leave that. Okay, so ads doing five hundred on minus three point five. Okay. It pays out five hundred bucks. Okay, well that would bring us that that would bring us to if we if if everyone won there that would bring you much closer and we'd have ourselves a fucking game going on. Because ads well ad has to play smart here because if it gets to week eighteen and you have more money than them you you essentially win. Uh, Bandwagon Bob says ad don't listen to (laughs) ads. No that but that sorry sorry. I'm not listening to ads because I did want to make, I needed to, I, exactly what you just said. I needed to do a double bet here. Yeah. For some reason, I just thought, I thought you we were going to call parlay it. Parlay. You can't parlay it. You can't parlay it. I don't want to, yeah, so, but I did want to make a separate bet. So I'm, I'm very, $500, exactly what I wanted to do. I got what I wanted and I've been in deep, guys, I've been in darker times this season. Okay. I've, <laughs> Weren't I've, you down to like 200? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I've been, I, I went from, I went, I went, I rose from hey, the ashes Hey, and anyone before. watching, if you have gambling problems, call 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. <laughs> you might talk to me and I'm going to tell you, bet the spread. So Bryson, what we do after, we usually, the la- one of the last segments we do here is we look through the, the CFFL, which is the CanFan Fantasy League. We're, we're, oh man, look at that. Look at that handsome guy in, in the two spot there. Cowboys can fan anth rocking that nine and four record. Actually, I'm battling for first place right now. That's right. If we look at our, so, so this is leading into the final week. If anyone else is out there playing fantasy football, you're in the same boat as us. Uh, um, week 14 uh, is the last week of the regular season. A lot of storylines will come to a close yep. and some will, uh, will continue both the CanFan boy, uh, sorry, the Bandwagon Boys and CanFan Anth are. We're, hey, we're right where we want to be. We're right where we want to be. Right where we want to be in that fifth spot. We do want another victory, but if I look down here, we got five and eights. Five and eight is the lowest, sorry, and nine and four is the highest. So obviously, That's a respectable league, right there. It's a, it's a pretty, basically what See? we're look. Yeah, it's it's very competitive, and we're looking at uh, eight potential playoff. Teams. Playoffs, well, playoffs. there is there will be eight teams. Everyone is still in. No one's out. Point. No one's no eliminated. One is out. No one's eliminated. Really, that's really awesome because shout out to TGR, the Dallas Cat Boys. He had a really rough start. Uh, first time that he was playing fantasy football down here at the bottom, and he actually drafted what was it like three defenses? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just had a you know. Yeah. Love the dude. Had a terrible draft. First ever fantasy football draft. Yeah, he's fought. He has fought back. And Barry Grant Jr. is right here the, as the Dakators with a terrible fall. He's last lost Ooh. the last five. Barry games Grant has lost five in a row. Okay, so yeah. now there was two That's weeks where he That's didn't have where where he said he couldn't log in. He got a new phone. But what about the other three weeks? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe it was longer <laughs> than that. I don't know. I just know that he probably has given up on it. Barry, yeah, Barry was uh he was a, he battled last year. He's looking in the depth. I like that no one's out though. No, no one, one's out. No one's out. So we got a couple I mean I I believe that Bandwagon Boys and Cowboys can fan are are in the playoffs regardless of how playoffs. things go. 9 and 4 boys, I'm definitely in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, hey. Pencil it in. I don't hey, anything could happen, right? Actually, anything. you know what? I think maybe the players have been set. But anyways, the lowest we can go is about 8th. Uh, if we lose, there the biggest games coming up this week um, is just Bandwagon Boys versus versus Levi, 
And uh, well, can you scroll down again? I want to see yep. some. Is there well, any five? Is there any five and eight team? That, f- two five and eight teams that play each other? Because that would be the biggest matchup. Yeah. Uh, Dakman in the chat says, "Bet Dak hater wishing he had Dak the last five weeks." Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh, so yeah. Dak hate. Oh, hey, I listen. play. I play against Barry. <laughs> Oh, do you really? Oh, man, listen, kick his ass for me, okay? <laughs> that, that would be fantastic. Let's just go out with six-game losing streak and never let him hear the end of it until oh, September. Yeah. Okay. Lose this on a six, get out of the league, miss playoffs with playoffs with a six-game losing streak. Ooh, I feel like I feel like you might get kicked out of the league. You for might that. get relegated. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might have to. Hey, I mean, but Bryson, we do. Uh, if a spot opens up next year, please, uh, we'll make sure that you are first sure. on the list to to come in because I think you'd be a really good uh, a really good part of this league. And winner gets a jersey of their choice. Yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah. nice. I unless like that. It's, unless listen. it's unless it's Anthros. Unless it's Anthros. <laughs> Which or, last or, Bryson last year, the very first CFFL. It was me versus the bandwagon boys for the championship, and and and, Bri- and Bryson. What? It came it came down to the uh, Hamlin. Hamlin game, so and uh, so oh, and we man. had Josh Allen, and no, we were uh, bang, uh, Burrows. We had Burrows, and it was I thought we had Josh Allen. Well, Burrow got a touchdown that game. I remember. Well, we, we were happened, like we yeah. were like one point away. I think they lost, yeah, they yeah. lost by point eight points, yeah. point eight, and they had one of the starting quarterbacks in the game got canceled. Oh, so yeah. we lost. And the game Champion. got not, not rescheduled. So that was it. And we played it as it lied. I, it was a, a bad taste in my mouth. But look, I'm excited for the playoffs. playoffs. Uh, this is our second season. Uh, it's just going to get better and better. I know we kind of have been just rolling uh, through this, not really knowing what we're doing, but we're we're loving the competitiveness. So yeah, for sure. Appreciate everyone who has who has been playing with us along. It's been a lot of fun. It's my I I cut down my leagues personally to just two because I couldn't handle it's too many anymore. I have our long standing league that we've been in for twenty x years. Yep. And then I ha- then this league. So. Uh, it, I love it. It's a lot of fun, and uh, I'm excited for the playoffs. playoffs. You, you know what else has been a pleasure? It's been a pleasure having Bryson on the podcast today or the show, whatever the hell you want to call it. Bryson, before we call ourselves out, let everyone know where they can find you. Again, appreciate having you on. You're always one of those guys that just vibes with us very well. You're quick with the with the words. You always have a, a take for everything. Uh, I know the bandwagon boys love having you on, and they love being on the 8 o'clock spot. And I love his show. His and show he, that's what I mean. So quality. where can people find you, Bryson? Well, listen, first of all, before I even get to that, I absolutely love coming on y'all's show. Uh, hopefully, going to be on here on, on Sunday for pregame, so very excited about that to be on with you boys. But um, listen, it's, it's, it's been it's been fun. But um, no, I, I'm actually on the quest, and I started this at the start of the football season to get to 1,000 subscribers by the Super Bowl. So I'm at, I think I'm at 590 now, so I'm, get, I'm getting pretty close. But uh, so just find my show, Carving It Up Podcast. You can subscribe, like, share, uh, and, and obviously on social media. I'm on Instagram, at Carving Up Podcast, on Twitter, at Carving It Up Pod. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to grow the show as much as possible. Love, uh, you know, comments and engagement. That's why I love doing my show live. I know that's why y'all love doing y'all show live and, yes, and really engaging with, with people tuning in. And, you know, listen, the fact of the matter is we're, we're lucky that people are, are willing to take the time out of their days to tune in and watch us. So, you know, obviously showing the audience that love is, is really key and you guys do a fantastic job of that, but yeah, try to get to 1000 by the Super Bowl. So if you haven't subscribed to carving it up, just go to carving up. Chat, Podcast, get over there. Anyone in the ch- anyone- subscribe button. Anyone that's still in chat, get over there right now. Give give Bryson a subscribe. Let's get him to a yes, 1K, baby. Bandwagon Absolutely. boys, another great show. It's Eagles Week. We know we're gonna be fired up until until Sunday. Woo! I'm I'm going into work tomorrow, and if I see anyone wearing green, they're getting a punch in the face. <laughs> no, I, anyone I, wearing green, getting fucking soft. You want to wear what is it? The Kelly green? You want to wear light green around me? Yeah. 
You're getting a punch in the no. face. I, I had a Seahawks guy last week at work that I was just fucking mean mugging. And I got an Eagles guy at work that I, you know, after that fucking 49ers loss, I walked right in as he was running a staff meeting and I fucking slammed the phone up and said, you fucking loser. And I'm going to do it again Monday morning because Cowboys ain't going down. And that's the case. If you're out there and you know anybody who ain't a motherfucking Cowboys fan and they're an Eagles fan, you go tell them to go fuck, fuck themselves. That's how we do, baby. That's how we do, baby. Eagles week.